Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, this is Bob Shoy. Um, I'm just going to jump in here right at the beginning and sort of explain a little bit about what's going on in this episode. Um... Long-time listeners will know that we were planning a trip to Transylvania to talk about vampires, and that's exactly what this is. It's almost more of a travel log, really, of our trip to Transylvania than uh, than a real Weird Tales episode. So what I would suggest is, if this is your first episode of Weird Tales, go and download something else, because I feel like this is really for the people who've listened a long time and know us, because... Maybe not as intellectual and factual as our episodes, and um, your time may be better spent, you know, listening to other shows and, you know, getting to know us better about other topics that you find interesting. If you have been listening a long time, you know us, and this is basically just us recording our travels. And um, some of the audio didn't come out like amazingly because we were in crowded places and stuff, so, you know, I've tried to trim it down to bits that you could hear like a little bit better, but some of it's still not great. Um, but, you know, we recorded over a course of, like, three or four days, so each chunk is only, like, maybe 10, 15 minutes long. So, you know, if one bit sounds pretty bad, the next bit might sound a bit better. And uh, what what we basically did is sort of did one thing each day, which we took the recorder with us, um, such as visiting Dracula's castle and stuff. And then what we would do is set this recorder up in the evening, and we'd all sit around having a few beers and talk about a certain aspect of vampires and they're more like the traditional sections of weird tales but it's just us sitting around talking uh, but even they are like we're on holiday and we've had a few beers so they're a bit rambly and nonsensey and if you get sick of listening to us talking shit in this episode i will forgive you and you can skip it and we're back to normal next week what i was going to do originally is cut this episode up into maybe two episodes of content uh, but because it is the episode it is it is you know us sitting around talking shit basically i decided to just shove it up as one week in one big deluxe episode and if you are into listening to this then enjoy it and if you're not you've only got to wait till next week if this if you don't like listening to this like nonsensey travelogue episode you know you've only got one week of crap until we're back to normal next week well you know, it's back to the usual crap next week. Um, so what I've done is I'm I've sort of as I've edited through I've sort of segmented out into sections, and I will sort of pop in almost like one of those um, chimes when it's a read along book. I'm going to pop it in every now and then and go, you know, chapter whatever. And uh, there is a section. Uh, it might sound a bit funny after the edit because we talk about Tis, we talk about Tis having a nightmare on the first night, 
but what I've done is I've actually cut that section out because it did sort of ruin the flow of the vampire stuff we suddenly go on this tangent about dreams and nightmares and stuff and I'll put that up in a couple of days time just as a bonus episode it won't be up as a full on episode next week so don't worry it is just a little bonus episode if you can want to listen to Tiss talking about this horrible nightmare he had while I was away um, so that'll be up in a couple of days just as like um, a little you know 20 minute bonus ep this week companion so here we go this is uh weird tales and the unexplainable in transylvania i'm a vampire Blah! this is really for the regular listeners isn't it yeah Yeah, because one. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh... Oh, I don't. I guess so. Got it? Seems like it. Hello, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. <laughs> this is Bob Shoy. And with me, as always, is. This. And. Beef. Um, we're coming. We're recording in uh, Romania. Yeah. We're in our rental car, and uh, we're on our way from Bucharest to Brasov, yep. to our little apartment, and we're going to record some stuff about vampires. Yeah, we're going to see a vampire. going to meet Count Drac, and uh, yeah, that's it. We haven't prepared any of the show, so I guess we'll just keep recording. How are you finding the roads, Beef? Uh, it's alright. They're fairly easy to drive on. They just nothing tells me how fast they can go. And there's horse and carts just in the roads, right? And tractors pull out on you, and it doesn't matter about roundabouts. No one, no one, like pays attention to any kind of rules. We right. might have some Romanian listeners, mate. I'm not slagging them off. No, well, a bit, but it's not their fault. Just put some road signs up, because I don't know how fast we're supposed to go. The good thing is, though, I don't feel anxious because if I'm going too slow, people just overtake dangerously. Mm. Right, anyway, so we haven't got a plan. I guess what we're going to do is just record as and when, and I'm going to end up whacking it all together into an episode for everyone. Yep. Or a couple of episodes, we'll see what happens. We've got to do a bit of research. See how long Vlad talks to us for. Yeah, just try and get an exclusive interview with Vlad himself. This is terrible. This is not meant for cars, is it? Mm. Maybe we should get the intro. Intro done. Intro. Check. That's done. Part one. Arrival. This is us uh, in the car on the way from the uh, airport. And we're talking about what we watched and read in preparation for the trip. So we're still driving. Yeah. Uh, What I was going to ask you guys is, did you do any vampire research before we left on our journey? I did. What did you do? Um, I watched... Dracula, the horror of Dracula from yeah. 1958. Yeah, yeah. Did you like it? I did. It was good. I liked Christopher Lee as the Count. Yeah, he was very good. Um, he wasn't in it as much as I thought he would be for a self-titled film. He's not in it very often. <laughs> Spoiler alert. What are you, Tiss? Um, I don't know. Who well, in Bulgaria, you didn't. Tiss has just got back from Bulgaria. 
yesterday. How's Bulgaria, Tis? Yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> well, what did I watch? Fucking everything. Show off. Film recommendations, because we always like to talk about films. I've discovered there are many, many more vampire films. Too many. Than I realised. Too many for them to be different enough. Yeah. Lesbian vampire I didn't watch Lesbian Vampire Killers. I didn't watch Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Aww. I didn't watch Blackula, even though I was going to watch it last night. I didn't get around to it. I didn't watch Dracula in Pakistan. What? Dracula in Pakistan? Yeah. What I did watch is the 1958 horror of Dracula that Beef watched. I watched the 1992 Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. I watched the 1979 remake of Nosferatu which I really liked I watched What We Do in the Shadows which is like a New Zealand um, small budget comedy that was pretty good I watched 2014's Dracula Untold which I thought was pretty stinky uh, was yeah. it Untold? it was I wish it had been Untold <laughs> it wasn't worth telling <laughs> uh, oh you listened to a bit of the audiobook as well didn't you me? Um, yeah, I listened up to chapter nine and then kind of ran out of time. Um, I was trying to listen to it while I was working. That's uh, disappointing because it gets better again from like number, chapter ten onwards. I'd say. Well, okay. Well, because uh, the first four chapters were really like enthralling. Yeah. Really kept you hooked, and it, you, you're sort of following Jonathan Harker as he gets invited into the Count's castle. And it's, it's really enthralling as it goes deeper and deeper and you, he realises he's his prisoner it's so exciting it's so good yeah and it was it's really even, tense isn't it it was even better listening to it I can imagine if I was reading it it wouldn't be as good as if I was listening to it yeah uh, and then it kind of trailed off a bit um, and that's not why I stopped reading it I will finish it I just ran out of time I listened to those four first four chapters like back to back with headphones on at work and they were really yeah enthralling really enjoyed them and that was the best bit of the book it did peter out for a bit it did get interesting later on I like the stuff with the Demeter the boat yeah that was good yeah there was some we kind of know what's going on but yeah book recommendation Bram Stoker's Dracula <laughs> part two Sigiswara this is on our um, second day in the country we drove to a town called Sigiswara and we uh, visited the birthplace of Vlad the Impaler here we are recording okay where are we uh, I can't remember actually where are we Sigiswara 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 dust yeah we looked at it in the uh, online before we came we thought that looked like a cool little town yeah and uh, we're like day, yesterday or day before we realised it was also the home of Vlad who was the original Dracula yeah well I think the myth of Dracula is based on Vlad okay myth the myth well possible could be real yeah let's not rule it out um, but I think Drax it's a story isn't it yeah vampires are possibly real but I think Drax in particular yeah then you're walking down is there's nice cobbled streets uh, some old buildings it's very hot it's very hot yeah do you want a Vlad fact go on go on uh, this is for distance we already spoke about this okay Vlad fact. Yeah. Vlad isn't seen as like a villain to the people of Romania. He's more of like a hero. Yeah, yeah. Because he was, he fought off the invading Turks yeah. in Transylvania. Yeah, of course. Um, and he did it in such a bloody manner 
scared the Turks away. He did it in such a such a bloody manner. <laughs> he, um, he impaled them all and skinned them and shit like that, and that's how he got the name Vlad the Impaler. Um, didn't he skin them alive? Yeah, he did all sorts of horrible shit like and impaled them up. Nice. Yeah, Vlad Tepes was his Vlad name. Tepes. Yeah, and he was the inspiration behind Dracula. Nice. Yeah, uh, what year was he? Fuck no. I ain't got that fact from me. Come on. <laughs> Ambient sounds of uh, Siggy Swara. It's a nice it's place, isn't it? It is nice. You guys like it? Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've had, um, actually hardly seen it still, even though they've been here for like two hours. Yeah, you can probably see the whole thing in like an hour, can you? Yeah. I mean, we drove like two hours to get here. Yeah. Um, and then we accidentally walked all the way around the outside of the city, of the city, town. Still nice. Still nice. Still nice. It's nice to stay in the shade. I've enjoyed it, walking under a tunnel. Anyway, so what we're going to do with this recording is, I guess we're just going to pick it up and record every now and update update what's going on every now and then. For the listeners at home, it will be edited together in a nice. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to be as a listening experience. It might just be more of a travel diary. Yeah. Where we just drop in some Vlad facts every now and then. I think it'd be more interesting when we see the castle. Yeah. Maybe do some research and Are we going to keep recording when we go and see uh, Vlad's room? Now? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, let's go. We're now walking to Vlad's room. Well, this is, uh, yeah, the room that he was born in. Apparently. What does, no. what does Dracula mean? Dracula is like means dragon or something, isn't it? Or like devil? Hmm. I don't know, that's interesting. That's a Vlad fact. It was, um, originally the book was going to be called... He pretends he doesn't know and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I think you'll find it's a Vlad fact. <laughs> no, I don't remember what Dracula means. <laughs> But I know that the original, the Vlad fact is that the original um, book, Count Dracula, was yeah. called Count Vampire. Okay. And then the author, Stoker, saw the name Dracula and thought that was way cooler. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it means something, that's what I need to look up for the next Vlad fact. It means dragon or devil or demon or something. I think it is dragon. I think it is. I think so. Yeah. I'm so not going to put my money on it. he changes into a bat, like a flying thing. Maybe. Well, this is we come up to Casa Vlad Dracul, yeah. which is a, a restaurant tourist track. Get, get our loo ready. Try yeah, let's get our loo ready. We're going to go to Twenty, which is roughly what pound? Pound. We go up to the room he was born in. Come, come on, then let's go. Cool. Visit the room. There's a sign here that says, "Visit the room where Dracula was born." Join for five. Join. Loo. I don't know about joining. So this is the house. Uh, that's a <laughs> it's a bit of Imagine doing this at night. Oh, I wish. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I like, uh, I like Vlad's tash. It's a strong tash, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Huh? Five left. Five left. Yeah. For three, yeah, yeah. Explain what's going on. I'm looking at the coffin. Well, I don't think it's born in the coffin. No, I think they've mixed up history. To be honest, they've really confused me. Let's put them right. Let's go for it. 
So we, we, we walked in, you can hear the music, there's a coffin. Oh, going to another room and there's a big dining table with uh, sculptures and pictures of Vlad. I'll be honest, if he was born here, um, I've not seen any facilities for childbirth. I uh, didn't need them. He was hardy. Hardy. Back in those days, that's what they were. He was like reborn. He said, I'm Vlad, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, bitches. <laughs> I'm Vlad. <laughs> Vlad. So this is, I, I doubt this was his dining room. Do you, do you believe that this is where he was born? No. <laughs> the thing is, right... Do you believe this is where he was born? If he was born for the sake room, For the sake of the pod, yeah, I do. Yeah. I think he was born with all these pictures of himself. Yeah, they knew. they knew. They knew what he was going to look like. And the statue on the table as well. There's he candlesticks everywhere. He doesn't look that scary. No. Like, he looks a little bit like me. Yeah, but if he ordered... Do you think? Because he's got a big nose, long hair... <laughs> Yeah, Don't but if, if he if he impaled you, I actually look like he'd be scared of Who? Vlad the Impaler. Oh, I thought you said Vlad von Palin. Nothing. Yeah, a little bit. Like the big nose, the sort of gaunt face. Do you want another? Hair. I'll just do a picture. I'll give you another Vlad Should fact. Do a picture of that. Yeah, go on. Look, that's look, that's me with my beanie on. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> you know who is actually an ancestor of Vlad the Impaler? Vlad fact. Uh, go on. Prince Charles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the royal <laughs> family. It's, yeah. Should you put that one on the Facebook? <laughs> there is a likelihood there. Yeah, yeah. there definitely is. How would you feel if you Do found you know out who's a long looked? lost ancestor of Vlad? Hey. Tis, yeah. But would you be proud? Oh my god, of it? it actually is. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Didn't realise I was in the corner of it. You look like a mannequin, like two swords. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like he Daniel Radcliffe, two, two swords. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> oh. I actually oh. looked online yesterday and there's a few pictures that look slightly like they would be like you but literally oh. only because they said that you if, if I looked at it I'd be like that's Daniel Radcliffe I don't look like Daniel Radcliffe it's Daniel Radcliffe you look, more, you look more like Vlad the Impaler than I look like Daniel Radcliffe oh yeah I actually look like Vlad the Impaler you look Who's nothing like Daniel Radcliffe who does Beef look like Ron Weasley no it's you just, you, just, like try, you just try and think of every, any like ginger head celebrity. I'll show you who I do when we get back. Like, oh, I know who you look like. Rugby, rugby player. player yeah. You look like a rugby player. Sure. Oh, thanks. You got the build. He is a rugby player. Like proper like. I am. Yeah. Built. Play for Elsby, mate. Yeah, I'm in the first team. I used to go on the wing. Is yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used quick. to run. I ran. You used um, to have them. I actually <laughs> once. This is a true story. <laughs> so childish. This is a true story. I actually ran. I did a Forrest Gump. I actually ran. It was a tournament, and we just turned up, and I didn't know where the field was and where the pitches were, and I actually ran past the try line, like towards the fucking, In the fucking change refreshment truck, and my mum and dad were like, "No, too far!" Like I'd literally gone way too far. So, what are your thoughts? What do you like of uh, marks out of ten for effort? It's a strong effort. I'd say it's a, a, an eight out of ten. Really? For a strong effort of tears are shaking and charging. They me. could have hidden the CD player that's playing this music. Yeah. But didn't even try. That, that's why try. I gave it an eight and not a eight and a half. No candles lit. Oh yeah, sorry. No, there's, there's three candles. Well, <clears throat> there's not a lot to say other than what we've already said. Five blue. We've done it. Five blue. Can't value for money or? Well, I don't it's know. about worth. It's money. Value for it? money in pounds. One pound to walk up the stairs. Yeah. Probably. It, it's about what it's worth. Yeah. And now we've been in this room, which is apparently the birthplace of Vladimir Taylor. I like. I like. There's no one else up here, so yeah. you know it must be where he was born. Because it's so busy, and so you know, there's no tourists up here or anything. So it must be true. I wonder how long he lived here. 
before we went off impaling. Should we turn this bloody music <laughs> off? God. Come on, let's go. Don't, don't touch it. Just don't touch it. Hey, you know what? There's a restaurant underneath. You know what they should have on the dessert menu? What's that? Um, Count Chocula. <laughs> with <laughs> chocolate cake. Do you know why I don't, I don't believe he was walking? Why? There's no plaque, there's no history, there's nothing. There's nothing that tells me he was born here. Okay. This is just a house. Mind your head, souvenir shop. I will. Hello. 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 Do you speak English? Yes. Yeah, yeah. In this place, we find a few marinars of the different crafts, and the gallery of the woodwork. I have a good friend who works from different types of ceramic you find in this part of the world. Part three. This is nightmare. This is um, a section that will not actually be in this episode. Now uh, it's going to be in a companion episode that will be up in a day or two, two or three days, or a few days. I don't know. So we move straight on to part four. Traits and powers of vampires. This was on our um, second night. We sat down around the table, had a few drinks and talked about, um, you know, common traits and weaknesses and powers that vampires have across all forms of mythology. We're back. Mm-hmm. It's been out for a lovely dinner. This is just a travelogue, isn't it? Yeah. If you're ever in uh, Brashov, take yourself to District 39. Is that what it's called? Festival 39. <laughs> District 39. Festival 39. It is Festival 39. I'm pretty sure it's 32 as well. Don't take yourself to District Fucking 39. Hell, that is a terrible advert. Because they won't serve you any food. Go District 39. I think you mean. It's, it is 39, I think. It's Festival 39. I'm pretty it? sure it's Festival 32. It's not 32. Oh, it's 39. Yeah. Okay. I was only half wrong. You were half Festival wrong. Festival 39, yeah, that's good shit. Yeah, it's really good. Can't believe we found. Like vegetarian food in Romania. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. It was good. Well, it was Very cheap. Nice. Super cheap. Everything's super cheap. Mm. That that restaurant wasn't cheap for here. No. But no. when that bill came, we we're like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like thirty quid. No, for, for like three people and sides and alcoholic drinks. Yeah. Mm. Wow. We had two long lines iced teas. Just this is. Our listeners do not care. Well, we're talking about a restaurant. For two and a half minutes now, just talking about restaurants. That's fine. They're just not worrying about it. It's great. Right, they love go. it. They right. love it. Come right. to Brashov. It's awesome. All right. Lovely city. Yeah, really, really lovely city. Um, so we should actually probably start talking about vampires. Yeah. Let's do it. I wanted to talk about vampiric like traits. Um, uh-huh. So what do you guys know about vampires? What are they known for? What are their weaknesses mainly? Uh, holy water? Yeah. Holy symbols I've written down. Okay. So like yeah, crosses Blessed as well. Water, yeah. yeah, yeah. And some of these things, it's like some of these things I've written here. It's like through folklore, mm. they've been known to be fearful of these things or have these things. And some of it's like specific renditions. But these are things that have recurred numerous times in different things. But they're not not necessarily every single version. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, holy holy symbols, and yeah, that goes down to holy water as well and stuff like that. Um, Sunlight. Sunlight, sunlight, yeah, that isn't every depiction as well because in some of them, Dracula just walks around in the daytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but in the book he, that's... I think in the book he can come out in the day. I don't think that's sunlight in Dracula. Oh yeah, because in the day he walks around, he like gets in his suit, doesn't he, and mm. walks into the centre of town. Although they s- sleep most of the day, don't they? Yeah, because there's so many different renditions of vampires. It's like what was that film that came out that was uh, the vampires, like literally va- like the world of vampires. Was everyone. it called The World of Vampires? No, no. It was like everyone in the world was a vampire. No idea. Oh, 
God. Unless it's one of the Underworld films. I've never seen any of them, but I know they're all about vampires. But I'm more thinking about, like, uh, like Buffy, if I'm honest. Buffy. Uh, And, I don't know, just some of the other old... Uh, is it also on, I think it's on Skyrim if you're if you if oh, you, you become a vampire vampires, yeah. as a you like I don't know are you weaker, weaker in the day a stronger weaker, at night yeah. Yeah, yeah so okay so it might it might be it might not be that they're allergic because some films it's like their skin yeah like, but it touches their skin and it's like in Horror of Dracula yeah yeah if George pulls that's quite cool he pulls the curtain and it's like yeah and his ankle starts shriveling up the film was Daybreakers oh I've never heard of that Ethan one Ethan Hawke Willem Dafoe oh it's, uh, yeah. Another one added to the list. Yeah. Great. Recommendation. Yeah, that didn't come up. But they are all scared of the sun. Um, They've got, like, cars and houses that basically, like, power down, that, like, the shutters come down at sunlight, so mm. it completely makes them impervious. Hmm. It's interesting. Also, their cars. Um, go on then, so we've got holy symbols, holy water, sunlight. There's more. Garlic. Garlic, yeah. Yeah. And in some renditions it's like they'll shove garlic leaves and flowers in the mouth of the vampire when they yeah. kill it yeah yeah that's an insult to injury <laughs> well, the, they wear garlic around the neck don't they the stuff. garlic thing for me seems like the the most random thing really yeah I don't I don't get it I don't understand why who would have thought of that garlic is like um, uh, to do with uh, mosquitoes mosquitoes drink blood and I, th- I think I should probably google it actually but because we're worrying about mosquitoes in Bulgaria, um, if you eat garlic, if garlic's in your bloodstream, they won't eat, drink your blood because they don't. Really? Like it, I think. Really? Wow. This I love garlic. There's always garlic. In totally off the cuff, to be honest. Uh, mosquitoes and garlic. We'll just wait for the facts. To get the, the facts that all our listeners want to know about vampires. But it, or don't they? On some of them, I've seen like that they put like. Uh, Almost like a garlic necklace around yeah, that's the neck it. and like try and strangle them with it. Oh, I haven't seen that. I think you meant like you would wear it around your neck to keep it away from you. Yeah. Or like well, garlic they, flowers. Well, they do it um, in Horror of Dracula. Mm. They put like uh, garlic plants, don't mm. they? Either side of her bed. Mm. Yeah, there was another one I watched where they put extra garlic in the food of the person. To test. Oh, that was Lost Boys. Oh. He puts loads of garlic on the guy's dinner when he comes round for dinner because they want to know if he's a vampire or not. Right. But it doesn't have any effect on him because he was like the head vampire or some shit. So it's. Why does that? Make I don't a understand. But there's. I mean, there's different renditions of vampires where like, the rules are different. Yeah. Why does hierarchy go? Oh, or it might be something else. It might actually be related to another one of these things. Tis has your mosquito garlic thing coming along. Uh, eating garlic offers mild protection from mosquitoes both from the odour on your breath as well as the sulphur compounds that you emit through your skin the smell of garlic is known to repel mosquitoes for example you can buy garlic sprays to put on your garden if you don't mind your garlic will stink your garlic will stink that's the only thing I can think of as where it would have come from Mm. mosquitoes drink blood vampires drink blood Mm. garlic sulfuric acid Sulfur. Yeah, makes sense. Sulfur, I don't know. Sulfur's got some sort of significance. Um, another one, and that's only because you reminded me of it yesterday, Bob. Was uh, silver? Silver, yeah. That but one comes up again. A lot. That's that's something that's I've always associated with. Well, isn't it? Yeah, me. It's me like, too. Like an uh, like amphitheater. Yeah, 
I always associate that with werewolves. So when I found out about that being affecting vampires as well, that really shocked me. Silver bullet, isn't it? Silver bullet. And a lot of the vampire stuff I've seen, it's like a silver blade. There is a silver sword. Mm. Um, or there was even like silver coins in one of the <clears> films I watched. They pushed a silver coin against him and like burnt his skin. That's weird because in Underworld, the vampires use silver bullets against werewolves. Because it's a fight between werewolves uh, and vampires. I've never seen any of the Underworld films. Mm. I know there's loads of them. The first one's alright. Yeah, I know Becca likes it. She likes real cheesy films. Oh, American Werewolf in London. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. Have you seen it? Classic, isn't it? No, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, it's an absolute classic. It is. Um, anyway, so silver. yeah, silver. Um, any others? Um, wooden stake. Stake through the heart. That was number one. I thought you guys said that first. Yeah, but stake through the heart would kill anyone. Yeah, but like, there's the saying that like not many other things could kill Dracula. All right, machine so, like machine gun chainsaw no. his head off. Ah, decapitation. Yeah, but decapitation can anyone? Do you, think this, do you think this is overkill, though? In a lot of the books and films and stuff I've seen, it's like they will stake through the heart, shove garlic in the mouth, and then cut the head off. And it's like... Yeah, but you would everything. want to make sure they were dead, wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess so. Try everything. Try it all. But yeah, decapitation. I mean, in the book, even, I swear in the original Dracula book, it's like stake through the heart and cut the head off. Yeah. Wow. Could you do that? Kill. Could I do it? I'd have to. You'd have to. You'd have the strength to plunge a stake right through someone's heart. Like removing the head or destroying the brain. Removing the head or hard, stake it? through the heart. It'd be hard to, one, get it yeah. bang on. Whenever the they're doing it in the film, it's like, it. they're really like hammering it. It's not like yeah, they just yeah. push it through. It's like hammer. hammer. Yeah. yeah. yeah, But again, you'd have to be But don't vampires on. have like super strength? Ah, well, this is what we're going to talk about as well. We're going to, in this conversation, we'll talk a little bit about, you know, uh, weaknesses they have and then strengths they have as well yeah. and yeah um, well again it's different renditions of it but in the book there's a moment where they said something about like you know full power in the night and everything when he's all fully charged Dracula would have the strength of 20 men okay wow I've seen that in different films where but then it's not always, not always the case vampires have got a lot of strength like in yeah. Van Helsing I think in Van Helsing. Oh yeah, because in Horror of Dracula, he like throws the women around the room. And, yeah. Or in the book as well. Well, he's it's like not... throwing off three women. And... I was actually going to say Horror of Dracula. I didn't find consistent in this regard. I thought it was good. No, the but book at the end, though. they are fighting, and Peter Cushing, who's not like a big man at all, um, they're they're like sort of fighting against each other and like shoving each other around. And if yeah. Dracula had the strength of twenty men. Also, it looks kind of strange because Christopher Lee is like six foot five and like really broad anyway, mm. and Peter Cushing's like holding him. So even if he didn't have the strength of twenty men, I don't think Cushing could hold back Lee. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Cushing and Lee are good friends in real life though, as well. Where, where does the? Uh, where yeah, does both the, dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where does the the strength come from? Like, what is it? Just the charging from the moonlight? Or something? I guess so. I mean, isn't it? Isn't the idea of being a, a vampire sort of like you've made a deal with the devil anyway? Yeah, you're immortal. You've like traded immortality for like a hard life. That's why a lot of these films will portray Dracula or vampires as like sympathetic characters because their life's actually really sort of it's kind of shit. They've got immortal life, but at what cost? Can't see each other. Can't see themselves in the mirror. Can't oh, see yeah, that is them. that is on. Um, yeah, you always say that's always used really well in films as well. I think I'm pretty sure someone had a joke about uh, if he can't see himself in the mirror, how would he get his hair so nice? 
<laughs> like he always looks bang on. Well, that's funny because in the himself. book he's described as having like kind of shaggy grey hair, isn't he? Yeah, and a long white moustache. Oh, really? You I mean, never see Dracula looking like Crown- that. No, in no. Count Dracula, Christopher Lee has got like almost like Professor Wito crazy grey hair, mm. which is kind of like Professor Wito. <laughs> What a fucking reference! What a reference! No, like I barely. I was like (laughs) Professor Wito. No way is any of our like overseas listeners going to understand Professor Wito. About half of the English ones. Let me try again. Doc Brown. Yeah, Doc Brown. That works. Professor Wito. Sorry, guys. Uh, Can't believe that was the first place you'd go. (laughs) Professor Wito. You could just said like her like a mad scientist. Professor Wito was basically a mad scientist (laughs) for anyone listening. You're just thinking about. Professor Wito. Uh, Wito's Wito's are like a cereal, like yeah. a chocolate circle cereal. Just yeah, yeah. Google like, Professor like Wito. Fruit Loops, but chocolate. Yeah. So I was thinking about here, and the book explains him as having hair like that, mm. that like he's brushed back a bit. Yeah. And in the film, in Count Dracula, he's got the same, but he's got like a handlebar tash, like a grey handlebar tash. But then as the film goes, I haven't seen the film, but as it goes on, apparently he gets younger in years yeah that's another so that's thing. another thing Dracula can the more they feed appearance. on their drug the more they f- that's another thing but the more they feed on blood yeah. the younger they get they, yeah they can sort of they can make themselves appear younger by you know sucking blood and recharging and revitalising and they can so yeah another one oh gone. like communicating or controlling wildlife yeah well it, lowly creatures communicate yeah having control over yeah, it's like always wolves, bats, it? wolves, rats, like the lowly creatures. And even, which is why he has a hold on Renfield. Um, I don't know if you got that far in the book, but Renfield is like an insane patient that one of the doctors in the book is. So he's one of his patients. And um, when Dracula comes over to whatever version you're watching or reading, if it be Whitby, London or wherever, when he comes over, Renfield is, is sort of like enamoured with him. Um and that is it's like he's a lowly creature because he's like insane and stuff so it can extend that far as well because he also controls the wolves when uh, Jonathan Harker tries yeah. to escape he uses them as guards yeah yeah they're, um, they're referred to a lot of, often as hellhounds the hellhounds that Dracula will surround himself with mm. yeah. doesn't he have uh, horses like very good horses is that <laughs> he has very good, good horses fast horses like really fast good, like horses. he he takes his horses in the world no, no he I does don't know that. They, he, he, yeah because yeah, in the book it talks about he um mentioned jonathan harker's mentions how like yeah, he's he able takes to catch up to other horses and he's like oh right. he talks about how because he gets in a horse and carriage mm. to get to the castle he gets picked up and, and the driver doesn't really talk up. to him. Yeah, the driver, the driver shakes his hand though or something. Yeah, yeah. But then he says, like, he says these horses move at a speed that's yeah. unnatural to this breed oh, or, or something like that. And, and then he's like, we also, we catch up to people and he's like, the, the speed and the velocity of these animals oh, is quite... I couldn't remember that. I remember him saying like later on the, when he in shakes... in the film he does it as well. When he shakes Dracula's hand, he says about how... It was so similar to the handshake of the driver, um, and basically Dracula was the guy who picked him up and took him to the castle as well. Because mm-hmm. Dracula makes out like he's got staff and a gardener and stuff, but he keeps catching Dracula do all these things like laying the table out and stuff, and then being like, "Oh, my chef has retired for the evening" and stuff like that. And there's actually no one else in the house. That's why this kind of creepy. He keeps like catching him doing these like weird things, yeah, and he's yeah. just there to close like a housing deal because oh. Dracula's going to buy property in England. Right. That's how it starts. He's just well, he's just there 
to close up a housing deal with this guy. But Dracula keeps trying to keep him there. He's like, this is going to take at least a month. And he's like, I don't need to be here a month. He's like, I insist. And he starts locking him in his room at night and stuff. It's really, wow. it's really cool. I just love those first really three chapters. So cool. So Dracula, location, location, location. Yeah, I, th- I never knew until all this stuff that the yeah. whole plot of Dracula. I had to read the first chapter deal. again because I was like, he's doing what? A housing deal. Why is he buying a house in London? Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, all the people he can kill. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. it. Because he's like the castle so far away and so far removed, and everyone's so terrified and knows who he is. And yeah, and he he brings shipments of coffins over to London so he can store them in different houses. He buys loads of different houses so he can store the different coffins. So he's got loads of places that he can like sleep in because he has to sleep. This is another trait in the soil of his homeland. Uh-huh. So he puts the soil in a coffin. And he sleeps in a coffin. But so he moves, that's why he moves all the soil over yeah. in the boxes yeah. so he can distribute them around the city. Yeah, and he's got loads of places you like places to crash, when he's like. That's that's the other thing. Like, so what is it with this like super duper sleep that vampires can? Because he's like in the he's book. He's like dead to the world, isn't he? In the book, he's like right in his face. Like, yeah, he thinks he's dead. Yeah, he's like poking him and stuff, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, I don't know. That's another thing. It doesn't always happen because in horror of Dracula, the one we both watched that when he stakes the woman through the heart, Dracula hears her scream and wakes up. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes. Which, if I was him, I'd be well annoyed. I'd be like, oh, I was going to do her in and then do him in, but he's woken up. That's the game rumble. Yeah, he should have gone for Dracula first. Yeah. I'm trying to think what other ones there are. I've got a couple more in here. One I didn't know about until today. Two I was a bit sketchy. Oh, no, two I didn't know about, and two I was a bit like I sort of knew about but didn't really. They're the ones that are left. Guys, got any more in you? I'm trying to think of three films. Like, mm. um,. Doesn't like reggae. There's a lot of crossovers in the films. That's why I'm like trying to filter out all the other ones because like some of them he has like minions, but I don't think that's no more just like commanding lowly creatures. Although the transformation thing we said about him getting younger in some of the things in some of the stories he can change his appearance completely as well. Like he can almost appear as a wolf or um, look oh. more demon like a proper demonic vampire. Mm. Um, or sometimes he just looks like a normal man or like a dapper man or, or, or just the teeth or whatever he's also got three brides Is that like in the book he has three brides yeah that's it in the original book he has three that's quite consistent through a lot of different films yeah sometimes he only has one in some of the renditions I've seen um, but in the book he has Dracula has three brides yeah I'm going off Van Helsing they live thing. in the castle and try and seduce he brings them like children to eat and shit yeah yeah it's grim oh Oh, hold on, you've ruined it now. Because in Van Helsing, he's trying to have kids. They're trying to have kids, and the kids are like eggs, like these eggs, horrible, like bat eggs. Or something. Oh, right. It's really weird. No, I haven't seen that. Um, uh, the teeth we haven't mentioned. That's not on my list, but that's obvious. Do they... Oh, well, I didn't even think about mentioning they, No, it's too much... Like, sometimes contract. they got more time, sometimes they contract, yeah. And they have like hollow... Uh, Tubes. Well, I never knew. Some, I always thought that, but I actually think from watching, it's just like they pierce it and then he sucks it. Like... Glug, 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 glug. glug he glugs Says it. he glugged it. Says he glugged her jugular. <laughs> he jugulered her glugular. Cape. What's it with the cape? Uh, I actually just a fashion. Fashion, yeah. Dracula fashion. Yeah. Drashen. How does the Impala have a cape? Probably. I'll look into, we'll talk about that another time, about like where the whole thing, the Vlad, came from. Because I'm not actually sure I do need to do a bit more research on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about how he turns other people into vampires? Yeah, because when he bites them, they then become a... But how? No. When he bites them, that's to feed. 
when they drink his blood that become uh, a vampire. That Mo- that's, that's more clear at all in any of the films I've seen. Yeah, he does it in Dracula. He does it in the book if you carry on reading, because he pierces. He pulls like he got like really long nails, and he pierces his chest till the blood comes out, and then he pulls the head and puts it to his chest, and she like sucks on his blood. You've got no choice but to suck on the blood, and then he comes to it's like starts feeling like drowsy. The guy does. I can't remember if it's the guy or the girl. It doesn't. I've seen different versions. It's a guy or a girl. Isn't that how Jonathan Harker becomes? That's yeah. Like that. That's it. In the book, it's Jonathan. He does it to the guy, but I've seen it in films. He does it to women. So what's, what's he got to gain from making other people vampires? I don't get it. Because it's not as if they're like then submissive to him, because he could then... Yeah, like, I don't know, that's not clear. Kill him. No. I didn't realise that was it. I thought as soon as he was bitten, it was like they were then No, it's not, like, it's not like zombies. Well, it might be in some... That's what I mean. There's so many different versions. There probably is the case in some versions, but the versions I've looked at and the more classic versions, it's like you have to drink his blood to become one yourself. And so I suppose he would hold the victim into his chest to like almost like suffocate them so that you have to yeah know. like you've either that's what Jonathan Harker was saying in the book he was like I could either die or swallow I'd or... die rather die yeah I'd yeah. become a vampire would you well if you're going to die anyway oh right may as well try it before then killing yourself again I want to know how Dracula the, the first vampire ever became a vampire how he became Dracula we need to look into that and talk about that. Do you think that's it's not really mentioned in, in the book, is it? Selling your soul to the devil, maybe? There's I've seen versions of that where that's the case, yeah. yeah. Um, in, the, in the 1992 version of the film, mm. there's like a... Before where the book would start, there's like a scene with Vlad um, fighting the Turks. And when he comes back, the Turks have sent an arrow through the window of his house to his wife, saying that he was killed in battle even though he wasn't, so mm. she kills herself. And when he gets back and she's killed herself, he's like devastated. Mm. And um, he's like, I'll see her in the afterlife or whatever. But then his advisor is like, no, you won't. She killed herself. She's not going to heaven. She's not permitted into the afterlife. Because um, if you commit suicide, you're not permitted into the afterlife. Is that right? Says who? Diff- well, different versions of Christianity. No, it's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. I haven't found it in the Bible. A lot of Christians would believe you go to purgatory if you kill yourself. Yeah. A lot of Christians don't believe in purgatory. I don't believe in purgatory. A lot of Christians also believe that if you die before you're Christian, you go to purgatory, right? The, purgatory. the where it comes where it comes from um is is when Judas kills himself. Right. Um it's it says that he was then sent it was like it says about him like thus like sending himself to eternal damnation or something like that mm. but it's not clear whether that's the writer's perception of him if that that was their culture at the I'll time I would say it sounds like he's going to hell more like yeah that's that's what that's what they're saying you know he was saying Judas was going to hell oh, right. but theologians can't agree on well okay does it mean that's what it is or does it mean that was the culture that was the belief at the time was if you if you murdered yourself you've taken you you've murdered yourself yeah. So it's murder, therefore you, you've you made a choice, a conscious decision to sin, and since you die, you've got no way of like um, making up for that sin. Mm. If you're murdered, then you don't have that choice, it's taken from you. So what theologians are saying is actually, well is that just because that was the perception at the time? Like who's that, who, you can't, none of us can know, none of us can know for sure that's what happens, because mm. we've not, none of us have died. So... 
But I wonder whether that, that could be it. Okay, it well, what happened was... Sense. Anyway, what I'm saying is, yeah, the wife killed herself. So then the advisor said, well, she won't be in heaven. And then he renounces God. Right. He's like, well, she, does, she doesn't deserve to be damned or whatever. And, oh, if that's not the case, then I renounce God. What use is he? And then he... And the, the guy's, like, shocked. And this guy's, like, turning against God. And the, he actually gets a sword... And starts like swinging it around in like rage, and he's there's a big crucifix in the room, and he stabs it into the crucifix, shouting about how he renounces God, and then blood starts coming out of the crucifix, and he just starts drinking it, and uh, I guess it's like accepting because he says like I'll accept like deals of uh, the, the devil and hell itself to like to be with her or bring her back or whatever, mm. and then that the blood starts coming out, and he starts drinking it, and then the next thing you know, it cuts to like hundreds of years later, and he's still alive. So yeah, there's a lot, and that's not the only case where that's the case. He's made a deal with the devil and stuff. Yeah, wow, that's really interesting. Mm. Um, so yeah, but then we've got a couple of more weaknesses here. One I didn't know about until I looked up today, but in many renditions, he's a weak to fire. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. Weak to a lot. Yeah, that's what I mean. That sounds like a really shit ex- existence. Um, I've got three more. Do you heard about the running water thing? No. He can't pass over running water. Can't pass over it? No. Build a, mo- build a moat around his house and lock him in? Yeah. That's he stupid. can be... He can moat isn't running water. Yeah, it's not running. It is if it's coming from a river source, I suppose. Like you can't dig the river. You have to dig a river. Yeah. Around his I'm house. sure he, if that's his weakness, he's not going to build his house near a river. Yeah. yeah. Um, or if people start making a river, they'll be like, stop that. Which is, in the in the book, he has to... Um, stop that. Do it in the daytime, he can't come out. Stop what it. a mug. Do it in the daytime. He's carried to Whitby, isn't he, On in the boat. He can be carried over running water, right. but he can't pass over it voluntarily. So you can't go over a bridge? So he puts himself on the on this boat, he puts himself in these coffins and, buries, and puts himself in amongst the shipment that he orders. Right. And then the boat take, carries him over to England. Right. And he wakes up in the night and feeds on the crew as it goes on. And the crew's like, why does everyone keep dying and stuff? Really cool bit of the book. Because you get it as the diary of the captain of the boat. And he's like, my crew are going mad. We've lost another one. They're like, he's saying they're seeing something. And in the end, the boat comes in. And the captain's like, so like, I'm taking this shipment in if it's the last thing I do. When it rolls into port, it like crashes in, in the middle of a storm. And he's like tied himself to the wheel and he's dead when it pulls in. And it's just this like empty boat of just a dead captain at the wheel. And everyone's like, what the fuck happened here? And they find his diary that he's kept. And they're like, he went mad. Yeah, he yeah. killed his crew and went mad. Wow. Where really, and then all this time, Drax's like, <laughs> sneaking off the boat. The well, other he side. got all his shit off as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. He starts like carrying the oh, wow. coffins off in the night and stuff. Yeah. That yeah. is a really naff existence. He's got to do everything himself. Yeah, so like, running his water. Own. That's quite common, the running water thing. Right. The other thing is the invitation thing. Have you heard of that? You have to invite him into you your house. You have to be invite him into your house. He can't just walk into your house. He can't come into your house? No. Why not? Can't. I don't know why. That's so. Hang on. So, what, how was he expecting to? I suppose he would then present himself as a man and come up yeah. to your house. Well, there's there's two different versions of this, or well, three really, if you count the fact that some things don't ever mention this. Hmm. But one of them is like he can't come to your house unless he's invited. Hmm. And the film, um, actually, the, my favourite vampire film is Let the Right One In, which is a Scandinavian film about vampires. And in that, I swear, it's been a few years since I saw it, but she, the guy brings her, it's a little girl who's a vampire, into the house, and 
she starts like coming to and he doesn't understand that he's supposed to um, invite her and Chef Skin's like fucking hurting her and she's like fucking crawling over the floor because he doesn't know he's supposed to invite her in he's just carried her into his house mm. and stuff and that, yeah it's quite a cool bit oh, wow. but um, and if you don't want to watch a foreign film they remade it and the remake's still pretty good the remake's called Let Me In um, but the original's better but yeah, uh, the, but the other version is some people say he's powerless. No, you're you're powerless against him if you invite him in, is okay. the other version of that. Which is why I think, you know, film I said earlier, when he eats the garlic and it has no effect on him, yeah, it's yeah. because he's invited into that house. Right. I think that's the rest of the reason. Right. So any, th- any of these things are actually powerless against him if you actually invite him into your house first. Wow. But you could... Which is why he'll present himself quite, like, gentlemanly and stuff. So you're... But if word got around mm. and he turned up at your doorstep, you could leave the door open and just like go and chill upstairs and be like, no, you can't come in. Yeah. So like, yeah, screw you. See you later. What do you, you think do? about, talking about him being gentle me, what do you think about like the sexual side of vampirism? Yeah, he's, there's a real like erotic nature to yeah. him. Yeah. There's a, the book, but I'd, I wonder whether it's because the book was written in like a romantic era for novel writing. Mm. I wonder whether well, the, are you talking about the sexual writing in the book? Because I think that's just old terms no, no, of phrase. Because no, they, they mean... use when people start talking a lot in the book, like they suddenly come out of words. They are described as ejaculating, <laughs> and when the bits of candles start falling off, they describe it as sperms of candle wax. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's the erotic nature. Of it. No, no, no. I just mean I wonder whether people interpreted, particularly with the brides and the mm. way they try to, they're so seductive. In the, ver- the 92 version, the bride starts trying to bite Keanu Reeves' dick. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's all blood, isn't it? Mm. I hope it's hard. Quick. Yeah, uh... that's why they, they aroused him <laughs> first and they started biting his dick. Yeah. Uh, Lovely. Never thought of it like that, but yeah. It's a natural straw. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's a whole wave of erotic cinema involving vampires, vampire lovers, and eroticism and stuff. Yeah. I don't know where that really came from. I saw recently, actually, on. Facebook, it was like your lad Bible or something. All right. Uh, it was like a video of two people in the UK who met on a dating website who are actually vampires. They drink blood. Yeah, you get people who think it's cool. It's kind of a cool image, isn't it? Vamp- yeah, vampires, they drink like uh, you know, blood from like meat, pigs, or whatever. Mm. They actually drink it. Like the vampire kids in South Park. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> per se. Yeah. The I've got one more. Before we call it a night, oh, we'll have it to, well quickly. One is um, many different texts will say different regional herbal weaknesses. It might be like oak or certain plants and types of wood and flowers. Sage. That that varies. Sage. I don't know if sage was mentioned, but it's all like regional stuff. Is. Transylvania. So you can see sage and um, The other thing which I found really interesting is uh, as a common trait to vampires is uh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. A rift. Arithmomania, which is, I never knew this about vampires, um, but I'll tell you a famous vampire. Form of OCD, um, in which, you know, so different, loads of different forms of OCD, but you know, there's that specific form of OCD where they're very, like, they count their actions, everything they do, they count it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that is apparently attributed to Dracula or vampires in many different works of fiction and mythology and stuff. He, very methodical and always counting his actions, which is the root of one uh, 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 the count, the famous count from Sesame Street. Is it? That's why he's always oh, counting. Right. Uh, yeah. Wow. 
there's there's your vampire. Sorry, I did not know that. Yeah, and um, the Count. Do you know the Count's name in, in Sesame Street? Isn't it Count Chocula? No, that's no, the serial mascot. The serial. It's Count. I just thought it was just called the Count. Yeah, he's the Count. Isn't Oscar it? the Grouch, isn't it? No, that's no, the Bin Man. That's the Bin Man. Oh, Have you ever seen Sesame Street? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, the Count in Sesame Street is called Count Von Count. Really? Yeah. That's Because he's like a Count Dracula who counts. Yeah. So he's Count Von Count. And what does he say? Never actually seen Sesame Street. You know, the never count seen right? Sesame I've Street. seen the count through the office, but I've never what seen Sesame Street. What does the count Street. do? Counts. Yeah, and what does he do? What do you mean, what does he do? When he counts, what does he do? He goes, one, uh, uh, two, two uh, 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 uh. Which three. is silly, because if he was counting, surely it'd be one, uh, two, uh, uh. Oh, you're taking this straight time back. It could just go like one, two, three, four. <laughs> Five. Yeah, it, and what is it? Six, is it counting seven, or is it just like a weird vocal tick he's got? One. Ah. Uh. <laughs> he was just three. It's like one. Uh, uh, uh. Two. Uh, uh. You ever seen Sesame Street? I've never seen it. I can't believe you've never seen it. It's the Muppets for kids, basically. It's Big Bird in Sesame Street. Yeah. I've only ever seen Big Bird. It's made by the same, like, uh, Jim Henson, mm-hmm. famous for Muppets. It's, he did another show, but it was more for kids. So it's, it's Muppets, but there's different characters. It's quite an American thing, though, right? Yeah, but I fucking... It was always on telly when I was a kid. I loved Sesame Street. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was so to, good. It had, like, morals and lessons. I had Cartoon Network when I was a kid. Yeah, you're a bit younger. See, Sesame Cartoon Street Network was, was like, not I never watched normal telly. Ever. Always watched Cartoon That's, Network. That shows, like, that. even though there's like, only a couple of years difference, Sky, and I was a kid, that was, like, barely even existing. Like, new. But yeah. by the time you like what a couple of years difference, it's like yeah, we had Cartoon Network. I had Cartoon Network and Sky, uh, Sky One because the Simpsons. But I never watched Normal Telly, as I call it. Normal I never. I never yeah, watched Sesame like, Street. I can't believe you never saw Sesame Street. It was so it's good. Down, Burn Ernie. I never watched Get Your Own Back. Burn Ernie. Like You've seen Burn Ernie. No. Um, Tis was. No, this is all Sesame Street. Burn Ernie, Sesame Street. Oh no, I've never seen it. Burn Ernie, Big Bird, The Count. I've heard of. Cookie Monster. I've heard of. Oscar the Grouch. I've heard of. Uh, is that the guy in the bin? That's the guy in the bin. Yeah, yeah. Again, never really watched the film. Bert and Ernie are like a gay couple. Okay. Uh, <laughs> basically, who argue all the time. I've never. Oh, are they the guys? Harry, it's Ernie. not all bad. It's Harry. It's not half bad. It's all bad. That's the Muppets, isn't that's it? The, that's what yeah, that's that's the Muppets. That's Wardorf and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I've only seen the Muppets. I've never really seen the Muppets. Fucking I've seen like Muppets Come on, Tim. Muppets Christmas Carol is probably the best thing to do with the Muppets. That's the I fucking love the Muppets. I love Kermit the Frog. It's like I just love that character. Kermit the he's yeah. so like he's so like run down and like exasperated all the time. But he's just such a good guy. He's trying to do the good thing all the time. But he's like, oh, isn't that easy being green? <laughs> Fucking, I love him. Oh, God. Love him. Anyway, we're off a tangent there. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Never seen Sesame Street. I can't believe you've never seen Sesame Street. Man. You're going to have to watch your lives. American tonight. listeners are going to be kicking themselves. Yeah, it was so good. You learned counting numbers, no. morals. And there was humans in it as well. Because it was set on like a just like a New York street or something. Mm. Cool. Yeah, it was good, man. I really fucking really loved oh, it. Yeah. Loved it. My child is over, so I've missed the boat on that one. No, just watch it like tonight. I can count already. And I've got good morals. I, I think. Just Sometimes it had really trippy, like almost music videos in it. Yeah, yeah. Like the tweenies. That's no. way after all. How, yeah, how old do you think we are? I've never said the 20s. We're way older than the fucking Tweedies. 
I don't even know what I watched. Thomas Tank Engine. I watched Sesame Street when the I was... Thomas Tank Engine was so boring to me. It's amazing. I love trains when I was a kid about as much as I like cars now. Any, like, vehicle I just don't care about. I love trains. I used to love trains. Really? I can't imagine it. Yeah, it's a home, home God, how much of this are we leaving in? This is completely... This is just us getting to know each other better. This is train talk. <laughs> Spin-off podcast. And if you like trains, I've got a new podcast starting. Uh... <laughs> Adam Tissington's Train Talk. Yeah. <laughs> God, that sounds so, oh. it sounds so boring. Who remembers the uh, Intercity? <laughs> Just the name of it. <laughs> You're, Tissington. You're listening to Train Talk Wait with me. We're talking trains. Adam the, Benjamin uh, Tissington's Train Talk. We've got the uh, the old signaller from that beautiful <laughs> turn off Cheddington. Uh, how are you today? Very good. Still beat up. Can I get some iced tea? Can I make some iced tea? Yeah, have yourself. But no. Uh, are we done? Anymore. We're going to shut off for tonight, but tomorrow morning we're going to Bran Castle. Yeah. Which is... Dracula's Castle. Yeah, like it's the inspiration for Dracula's Castle, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we'll probably do some recording there. Part 5, Bran Castle. Uh, this is us visiting the castle that was the inspiration behind uh, Dracula's Castle in the book by Bram Stoker. Um, or the castle that most closely matches the description of the castle or whatever they use to get tourists to go there. And uh, the audio isn't great in this clip, but you'll hear uh, Tiss really didn't enjoy this trip, and you can just hear him moaning quite a lot. But Beef liked it, and so this is the audio from there. Just Look pulled... where he's picked this one. Yeah, what, that? Yeah. yeah, no, don't worry about it. It's all right, mate. It's over. We're um, just pulled into the car park for Brand Castle. Yeah. Short for Brandon Castle. So, which is, uh, what is it, the inspiration? Yeah, I guess it's the inspiration for Bram Stoker, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, named after it. No, um, it was, um, people call it Dracula's Castle. Yeah. I don't think he ever actually lived there. No. I think it was more... It's fitting. It's, yeah, it's, this, it's, the, it's the castle that inspired... The setting. I've got to admit, driving up here, when we turned that corner and saw it, it does. It is foreboding, yeah. and it is a bit like whoa. You yeah. Know, so, it definitely feels like Dracula. If a count well. was going to live here, he would mm. live in that castle. Yeah. We've just parked. We had an interesting experience parking. Oh, just the worst parking attendant, who told me to park somewhere really <laughs> dangerous. We got parked. We got parked three times. He kept telling us to move again. Yeah. No, not there. Um. Yeah. So we're now it's gonna... a bit busy. Obviously, it's a bit touristy, but nah, it's alright. We'll see. It's a big castle, mate. We'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but it is. Uh, it's about as touristy. It's not as touristy as I was expecting. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. How do you feel about it? Um, my expectations are low, so I might be pleasantly surprised. I'm already surprised. Like when we saw it, yeah, it already looked way cooler than I was expecting. Thank so, you, Tiss. We'll see. Yeah, that's alright. Tiss is just. Uh, I'm halfway between both of you. Yeah. I'm expecting good things, but at the same time... Lathering up your leg with sun cream. Yeah, this is just erotically my leg lathering right. his legs with sun cream. Well, that's subjective. <laughs> Everything's subjective. Might it's, put a little hot bit more. it's hot though, again. It's already 28 degrees and it's like quarter to 12. Yeah. But it's, it's yeah. I know to some of our overseas listeners, they might be thinking, They're like, 28 degrees. But yeah, we live in a country where it rains every day. Yeah, yeah and so. before we came out, it literally rained every day for about a month. Yeah. I'm also wearing all black. <laughs> this is wisely chosen, entirely black clothing for today as well. So it's absorbing that heat. <laughs> Just uh, taking it in. 
Soaking it in. Adopting it in. No, it's here. Oh, I just got told off for going the wrong way. Where do we go then? Through here, What are you expecting when you walk into Grand Castle? Right. How are we supposed to. You caught Yeah. This is a mess. How are we supposed to get to the castle? We're walking through a restaurant now. We're back up, we're on the main street. So we go through this market? Souvenir brand. I don't want to. want to go somewhere first, don't want to. That, this looks quite cool. I want to walk up that street at some point, though. That's just the parking. Like, that's just the car park, isn't it? I think we've got to walk. That's why I was telling us that we walked past the Cinemax thing. Oh. And then, like, near to some... And then there, at some point there'll be some stairs. Right. Uh, it's like... Is that up there? Yeah, it must be. Let's go that way. We've, we've, I know there's a zebra crossing right where we were, and we've decided to cross on a blind bend, but whatever. No, it's fine. Sorry. Yeah, let's not do what we did yesterday and just walk aimlessly. Let's try and actually make sure we're going in the right direction. This is actually quite cool, though. It's touristy. Yeah, is... It's touristy and kitschy, but it's quite a cool little place. Yeah, beats anyone who remembers to actually take photos. So you even heard the clicker. Yeah, I don't take the pictures when I go away. Rebecca normally does it, so I forget to do it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I've got to admit, the castle is oh, pretty cool. selling those bird call things. Yeah, castle looks lovely. Oh, that, hang on, what's going on here? That looks like a queue. Ah. Is this where we now pay? Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, class tickets, yeah. So we need to go to this bit. Right. I think we buy tickets from over here and then join the queue. Right, okay. One, please. Thank you. Got tickets. What do you think of the tourists? 18 Lula. 18? Yeah. Did you need to get some more money out? Uh, later. That's there like, is a bank here. It's like £3.50. Yeah. Well, how much has he got? 18 Lula. That's right. God, imagine him bringing his horse and cart up here. It must have been strong, because... Yeah, that's why they were so fast, just because they had all this work out every day. Yeah, Did they actually come to this castle, though? Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Fact. <laughs> it's fictional, isn't it? <laughs> it's the inspiration behind the book. Did Vlad the Impaler ever come to Brain Castle? Oh, Vlad, I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think they just took the stories of Vlad the Impaler and what? used them for this Dracula character. Ah, right. So what is Vlad the um, Brain Castle? The like castle that was the inspiration behind the book. So what was it like for itself? Forget, like... Oh, I don't know. Like if you go back in time before Dracula was invented, what was Frank Castle? Don't know, what was any castle? So they Someone's totally house. ignore the facts, they just go, yeah, it's true. Someone's house. I don't know, I hope there is some factual stuff up here. Yeah. Like she says, it doesn't just go like, ooh, did Dracula live here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to know what Frank Castle actually <coughs> That's was. That's what I didn't like about um, Dracula's Vlad's ring yesterday. Nothing, nothing telling me anything about it. That's because it was bullshit. They had no information to give. No. <laughs> but I would just make it up. There wasn't one bit of writing in that no. entire thing. It was just like a coffin on the floor and a dining table with some yeah. pictures of lads. Not, it wasn't true. At all. It's quite a steep walk up here, isn't it? Yeah. Again, everything is a steep walk. Yeah. yeah, everything's a steep walk. Yeah, we've been yeah. recording this whole conversation. Everything in, in Romania is up. 
it's back yeah. somewhere. Even our, even our apartment I feel like, is up. Yeah, and I feel like it's never down. Somehow we're just constantly <laughs> going up. Yeah. Even on the way home, it's like up. I feel like when we take off, we're just going to take off from the top of the mountain. Yeah, we're going to coast, coast, coast down to England. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally there. Yeah. Oh. Some nice scaffolding I on the side of it. I thought we were supposed to go round and round for more. No. For longer. Do you reckon Dracula had scaffolding? Do you reckon he had roof problems? I feel like every time I go to a big building in any country that's touristy, there's scaffolding on the side of it. Yeah. Istanbul, the big, like the Hagia Sophia, big famous building everyone goes crazy for Istanbul covered in scaffolding when I was there yeah <laughs> even um, even the Eiffel Tower was covered in scaffolding when me and Rachel went Eiffel Tower is all scaffolding isn't it no but this is like <laughs> one of the legs is broken because it's too windy oh great oh right so <laughs> the entry is covered in chipboard this is what it looked like in uh, oh gosh processed wood it's in the, uh, <laughs> 1300s. It's steep, isn't it? Everywhere. It's authentic, as Climbing steps into the castle. This turnstile is installed in the 1300s. I like these door knockers, though. Have you got it in, Tess? Yeah. What was it about? Uh, it was to fight the attacks. Yeah. Uh, it was built in the 1300s. Yeah. Destroyed many times. Um, people of Brassoff were given uh, loads of lands to build more of the castle up and uh, look after it so they could defend along the Hungarian border right. and cover Brand Pass which is like this pass between two mountains oh, right. so it is related defend to like, defending against the Turks not just like Vlad was which is where the connection comes in yeah yeah Vlad never nothing about that no that's I'm saying that's where the connection is though yeah, yeah. in terms of putting the things together wow this is actually where Jonathan Harker came yeah more stairs also yeah it's like a optical illusion, it's like we're going to get to the top of our car, we'll be there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I like to think this is the table that Harker sat at yeah. when Dracula was like, listen to the wolves, such sweet music they make. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was, that, was that a direct quote? Yeah. Similar. 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 Castle's got a lot more electrics than I remember. Yeah, this should be candles, shouldn't it? Should be Castle Brown, but it's actually a renovated sort of show home. I'm walking around basically. Show home Castle Brown. It's a sort of based on Castle Brown. It's not really Castle Brown, mm. it's just a shell. Where it used to be. Is the outside the same? The outside looks similar. Similar. Chipboard? Probably not. Alright. Accurate. I'm going to have to try and take a deceiving photo here where I don't get the scaffolding in. Good luck. Can you hear them bats? Is that bats? No, bats have sewn up. I wondered if they were pumping in bat sound effects. Maybe. This is authentic, isn't it, Tess? No. Well, these walls. Oh, this is it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. This is the way you want to come. This is finally authentic. There we go, boy. He looks happy now. I feel like that rope should be more sturdy. No, you don't want it more sturdy. It's less, less authentic. Here are tennis. This is real. Yeah. This is awesome. Apart from that light. Yeah, but oh, they yeah, don't have to see. Torch. <laughs> you can't do that. It's a tourist attraction. Ah, shit. They're bats. Everywhere. Yeah. They're birds. They're bats. They're birds. Bats, mate. They're swallows, mate. Bats, mate. Let's have a look. Mate, Bill Oddie would be rolling in his grave if he had you calling them swallows back. They're swallows. That's a bat, mate. 100% swallow. Listen to them. They're bats. Bats don't make that noise. They're bats, they do. Yes, they do. Sonar. 
Yeah, that's, I've got bats in my nose. I have bats in my nose. I'm winding up, I don't actually mean the bats. But that is the noise of Batman. I love to I love to imagine their bats. I I like to live in the real world. This courtyard's nice. See I like to imagine having listened to the book, you know when Harker's walking around at night? And yeah. he's like looking over the balcony or whatever and he's like can see flat he says he still thinks he sees him like climbing up the wall. Yeah, yeah. And he goes this down to the thing, that's what I imagine it yeah. to be like. This is actually yeah, is how I imagine it. Through there I guess, just follow the masses, mate. I love that we came in and thought like oh, I hope it's like historical and not just Dracula and now I'm just like where's the Dracula stuff? <laughs> Straight up, I'm just like where's Dracula? Yeah, and you're relieved that Maybe the Dracula like, stuff's just implied. <laughs> yeah. Here we are, we're in the courtyard, what's that? What's wrong with When I get anxious I get um Dismissive. I know. Yeah, we know news. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, Tourism and newspapers annoy me. What do you think? Wait, where I'm just I can't be reasonable. What do you think about this courtyard there? There's a fucking gong. It's not even. What is this? What's going on? What's me? There's a gong. Yeah. That's Chinese. I'm not asking about the gong. I'm just asking about the courtyard. Well, but, okay. So don't look at that. Look at this. Then. What do you think? Just don't like this castle. Or like, just put yourself in in. The shoes of someone that would live here. Like, I can't because I've redone it. I can't put myself in there. There's shoes. not much here that they've never had it this redone. good. That's free, wasn't it? They were locked out. Well, that's grown. Well, isn't that authentic though? Because they've let it grow through the wall. Otherwise, they could trim it back and like that wouldn't have been there. Cut it off. If they just cut it down, you'd have been like, oh, they could let a tree just grow natural. Well, these plaques over here, like you could go and read in that that book could tell us what that says. It's just well boring. I like actual history. So what's, what's not history here? It's about fighting off the Turks. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You go to anything, you go to any historical place in, in the world, and they've got to keep it the way maybe. that this is kept. Yeah, but if you go to, like, South London Asia, Tower's the same. You go to, like, temples. I've seen pictures of temples that look just fucking magnificent, like, absolutely The Forbidden City was like that, but they've that's, like, centuries and centuries old. They've got to keep it. Yeah, There's loads of renovation work. I'm just saying this castle's well boring. I do find, though, that a lot of things that look amazing when you see pictures on the internet, when you actually get there in real life, they've cropped out all the tourists and shit. Yeah, yeah. So they're never as amazing as they look. Oh, yeah. So, sure. this, is, this is, as far as castles go, is not the most interesting castle I've been to. But this one, right? Oh, that's wide away. I'm really speaking. interested in history. I'm really interested in actual history, but I don't like coming to historical places because it's not actually history. It's not real enough. But I've learned some stuff about Vlad that I'm going to talk about later. I'm going to YouTube it and tell you a bit more about it, Vlad. That's authentic. This is cool. So, these, these, oh, sorry, that's my punch of the penis. just hit me in the nuts. I think you want to make a wish. The practice of weighing convicts comes from the belief that followers of apprentices of Satan would be lighter than their physical appearances suggested. So they used to weigh convicts on these, on these yeah. scales. If the person weighed the correct amount, they were allowed to go. Correct amount of what? what yeah, how do they know what they should write? Well, you know, witchcraft is all bullshit, isn't it? Occasionally, the accused was weighed against the Bible. I don't know how they... What, like, so they would have put a Bible on the other Bible. scale. If you're um, heavy in the Bible, you're dead. All witchcraft, the way that they went through it was just yeah. horrendous. That's a whole episode. Like, we got a whole episode we're gonna, of witchcraft. We're going to weigh you to see if you're uh, guilty. Okay, what, what are we weighing against? History. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I had that fucking see? last supper. <laughs> What do you want for your last supper before we weigh you? Uh, steak. Steak for the heart. Steak for the heart. And you're too blame. You give a 
Brand new gift. <laughs> Brand new gift. Souvenirs. Let's go souvenirs. I do want to go through souvenirs. I do want to see some cool souvenirs. Yeah, of course you do. I want a Vlad headdress. I'm gonna get some of the souvenirs in the stand. Oh, you don't have to buy souvenirs. Yeah, like them. I like to have good Vlad the impaler. Right, we're outside. You feeling less claustrophobic? So much better. So what was wrong? I just hate tourists. I really hate them. Well annoying. So, but for an upbeat measure for the listeners back home, scaffolding. Who might you want to think you had a great time in Pennsylvania? <laughs> it was a bit boring. You did like it? No, I did like it. Okay. There's some of the history I really. Wait, can I just talk to you a second? Yeah. Because I feel like I've got a lot of um, audio of Tiss in there complaining okay. about everything about the castle. Okay. It's fair to say he wasn't a big fan of it. No, I I get it. I get. I get. Why he would be annoying. I think I've learned my lesson. I what like lesson? At you, like you invaded the British one to talk positively and you couldn't let us do it. I look, I, lo- <laughs> I like looking at castles because that's beautiful. Look, yeah, it's, it's amazing. amazing. The setting and the rocks, but I hate going inside castles because they're always going to be full of just bullshit. Always going to be full of like a DFS sofa. Like we're talking about formal restaurants. Yeah. It's just shit. Just don't yeah, but do see, it. look how easy it is for me to get a picture without tourists, right? Easy. Oh yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like anyone does that. That's beautiful. I just want to look on the outside. I don't want to go inside. It is a lovely castle I outside. Have gone inside. No, I've learned my lesson now. I'll never go into a castle again. I'm generally not someone who goes in castles anyway. I wouldn't have gone in this castle if we weren't doing the podcast. Project, yeah. yeah. So I hope you all appreciate that. Like ten minutes right. of moaning audio. Are you talking even... to me then? Yeah, I want to give you a positive spin on on Brand Castle. Okay. Um, I was expecting there to be. Loads of Dracula stuff in there, and there was none. Mm. Um, I mean, well, there was one room. Yeah, but that was on Vlad, and it tells you how Bram Stoker. Yeah, told got, you about Bram Stoker. Got the process. Yeah, told you about the book. And told um, you about but actually, I, you know, it's not that creative. Um, like, yes, Vlad was bloodthirsty, and that's where it came from. That's the link. Yeah. Um, but so were loads of monarchs at his time. Mm. It was Ivan the Terrible, Henry VIII was horrible. Um, Huh? Bloodthirsty is a bit harsh of my ancestor. <laughs> he was just defending. Stop his, uh, hijacking sorry. this conversation. Yeah, he, can't, he won't let you. Can't have help it. it. Um, um, it was. I mean, yeah. It's, I get what he's talking about. It's a little bit annoying, but I, I enjoyed it. It was. It was cool. It wasn't just uh, the bloodthirsty nature, though. It was also his name. Yeah, Dra- Vlad um, Dracul. Vlad, his dad. Vlad Tepes Dracul. Tepes is it means impaling. Impaling. So that must can't have been his real name. Surely that would have been a. That would have been, or it's in brackets. So it would have been yeah. like a nickname. I'm giving. So to his dad first. was called Vlad Dracul. Yeah. Which means like Vlad Dragon, yeah. which is a cool name anyway. And um, Dracula means son of the dragon, which makes him yeah. sound like I said, like a Batman villain. Yeah, son of the devil or yeah. son of the dragon. But a- and actually, and so that's why. Um, but that's what I took a picture of all that stuff. I'll read through it again when I'm sitting down. You can have a sit down and actually talk about Vlad in depth, like we did last night. We'll do tonight about Vlad. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I, I was. Some of it was a little bit like oh, it's a bit. It wasn't the best castle I've been to. It was been a bit busy. It was quite busy. But I, I don't want to uh, ram at home too hard, guys. But I said we should have got up early to go to the castle. I, the busyness doesn't bother me. I queue for busy hours park. in busy theme parks. Me a lot. That's why I got up early. I, I queue for hours in theme park. Yeah, I'm really not like bothered by park. business. It doesn't bother me. I'm quite happy to get on with what I want to see with other people around me. Yeah. It, I, I when people stop in front of me, it's a bit annoying. But see, anyway. I would normally get up. I would set an alarm for like 5 a.m. to get up, to drive, to see something with no tourists, and then go to bed at like 8, 8, 8 p.m. Yeah. I would rather do that. 
But to be fair, we didn't go to bed till like 1 p.m. last night. Yeah, and then exactly. we got woken up by like 30 stray animals like wailing for about an hour in mm. the middle of the night. But, I mean, standing here, uh, we can put the photo on the blog, the one yeah. I've just taken. Well, to me, literally, just walk, just the walk up here and the castle itself was worth the trip anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And, and the ground itself nice. is lovely. Yeah, there's a nice big pond. And, and there's a lot of shitty, interesting tourist shacks to um, peruse when we get to the bottom. Yeah. I liked the castle. It was good fun. Cool. Nice view from the stop, and you can see the past that they talk about that they would have defended from the Turks, mm-hmm. where they would have come from, so that was cool. Um, Becca's mind that I haven't sent her a postcard. And she's been on Facebook, so she knows that I've sent one to, like, a listener. You're going <laughs> to have to. I sent one to her. Thing is, like Becca... You send oh, it. Where's my postcard? You're sending one to the listeners. Even if you send one today, maybe, we'll beat it home. Oh, yeah, no, maybe, no, no. Maybe she should start listening to the podcast and stop uh, you know, holding out on us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe stop snowboarding, dude. One yeah, thing yeah. that Rachel gets annoyed at, and she like rolls her eyes, I do it almost every day, is I, I started off when we first got married. I was like, what would you do if every single day, but it happened at a different time, you had no idea when I was going to do it, I pulled a face like this, and then I did like a... Like that, and she was like, "Oh, I don't know. Just get on with life, I suppose, and just try and warn people when it's going to happen." Suddenly, I started doing it every day. I say to her, "What would you do?" And then she was like, oh. "And I do it every day. I do it because it winds her up." Yeah, exactly. And every it's so day funny I do it. She's like, you. she's like, "Well, you do that every day. You do do that every day." <laughs> well, You've become what I've you become threatened. What I told her because it annoys her. It winds that her adds up. a layer of humour to it as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, Rach, if you're listening, which you're not, what would you do if every single day at a time that you didn't know I did this? He just uh, pulled a face. face. Part six, Vlad. Uh, This was on our third night there. We, again, sat around the table in the apartment and talked about the uh, history of Vlad the Impaler and who he actually was, why he was the inspiration for Dracula. So, um, we... What have we done since we last recorded? Went to the castle, didn't we? We, we recorded that. Oh yeah, went to Castle Brown. We recorded that. Yeah, Tissa's highlight. Yeah, I like the castle as much as I like weird news. Yeah, very much that. I think anyone who listens to it will get the tone of weird news from you. Yeah. During our trip to the castle, people are starting to see the anxiety side of me. What happens when I was a little bit stressed? What made you stressed about it? People busy. Yeah, proper. I just don't like. But if you went to China, would you visit the Great Wall of China, one of the most amazing sites in the world? Don't know. You would. You would, mate. Based on that, though, yeah, probably. But it'd be of course. But I'll probably hate it. Genuinely, I'll probably hate it. Can't you ignore it? Can't you ignore it and be like, oh, just because I had to do that. I was saying to Bob to like the Forbidden City was amazing, but I've never been surrounded by so many annoying. People like I like, and I just got to a point. I was like, "It's gonna have to." You know what, though? To be fair, Castle Bran was nowhere near. Wasn't wasn't the most amazing site in the world. No, so it's it's hard to compare. No, but what I'm saying is they're everywhere. You have to just get. Oh no! But if it was like a good enough thing, I'd be like, "Okay, this is worth it." it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Castle Bran wasn't worth it. From the outside, it was better than the inside. Yeah, the inside was full of tourists, and the outside was all right. Outside looked amazing. Like the rocks that went up, the castle that was on top of it, lovely, lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Right, okay. Um, I just realised we better get our postcard sent out. Yeah. Someone. Who's the lucky winner? I don't know. I'll have to have a look on our email and see who's. Good luck who's trying to buy a stamp. Yeah, we're right. From here? Yeah, going any like news agent. I love our listeners, but I'm not buying a stamp. I'll buy a stamp. I'd go. I'll buy it, but I'm not going to buy it. I won't buy it. I'll pay for it. 
I'll, all right, I'll go and buy it and you can pay for it. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> it's getting bleeped. Nice. Do you like wine, Tiff? That's uh, all right. Nice. Yeah, I'll be up for a taste of a bit of wine now. Look. Okay. This is Tiff's trying alcohol love on camera. Take a sip of water. Smell it. Lovely beaker. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spit it back in. That's right. That's really nice. Nice, isn't it? It's banging. Yeah. Do you want a glass? Yeah, go on. Whoa! Uh, for our listeners, Tiss isn't... He, it takes a lot for him to find the alcohol that the taste would agree with him. Yeah, yeah. I have to drink, like, Ribena fucking drinks. Like, yeah. Long Island iced teas and fruit ciders. Yeah. Beef's the wine connoisseur. And I'm the lager lout. <laughs> it's a nice wine. Anyway. Yeah, so we went to you... Brancaster. And then this afternoon, Tiss had a bit of a relax because he was pooped. Yeah. Too much walking in the hot sun. Different I love red wine, though. Yeah, I do love a good red wine. That's a nice. I just don't know how to find one. It's a really good. Because so many, I'm just like, I'm not buying them. Because if I buy it, it's wrong. <laughs> fuck it. What, what, what is this though? Like this is a what? Like, it's a Chilean wine. So how could I get one that's similar to this? You it's quite can, mild. It's not very. You could probably buy that in England. Not very tart. It's like dry fruity. There you go. Dry yeah, fruity. Yeah. Buck's fizz is nice. <laughs> is that orange juice and champagne? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, you need your fruit. Said, you need the fruity edge. I think that's what it is. I love fruit and alcohol. I love fruit and I love alcohol. But I'd rather just have one or the other. Fucking, we're recording all this. Nine right. minutes recorded. Now. Happy editing. Right. Um, so last night we talked about uh, vampiric traits and powers and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Tonight we're going to talk about Vlad, Dracula himself. Yeah. What we learned about Drac. Uh, his name was actually Dracula. Yeah. But I didn't realise that. Yeah, we found this out today in the castle like, where you were sulking. It, like, Dracula came from his name, not the other way around. Yeah, his dad was called Vlad Dracul. Yeah, yeah. And then he was called Vlad Dracula. Yeah, yeah. Because Dracul means devil or dragon. Mm. His full and name... Dracula is the son of the devil or dragon. He yeah, was yeah. Vlad Tepes. Yeah. I think Tepes was a nickname. Tepes like. was in hyphenate. Yeah, yeah because Tepes like, means yeah. impaler. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is what we've learned today. Uh, uh, well, actually, I've got the legend of where Bram Stoker got the myth yeah. or fact of Dracula. I think we said about Bram it Stoker. at the time, but the, the link, the main link, is just how bloodthirsty Vlad was. Yeah. But he was bloodthirsty, That's right, true. Tess? Yeah, really bloodthirsty. I'll get the video up. Can you do- I wonder if the listeners can hear them dogs barking outside now. It's loud, Probably louder than us. Yeah. <laughs> By bloody civil war, a young man seizes power. In his native tongue, he is called Dracula. This is not the vampire, Count Dracula, but a real historical figure, a Romanian prince. He was celebrated throughout Christendom for his achievements against the Turks. Dracula was a warlord who became known all across Europe for both his breathtaking courage and his terrifying cruelty. What drove him again and again was a need for survival, a need for affirmation, and a driving need to torture. Known as the Impaler after his favorite means of execution, Dracula is said to have burned, boiled, disemboweled and tortured his way into the history books but he also left an enduring legacy not just in blood in brick mortar and stone Mm. 
he constructed palaces. He founded the city that was to become his country's capital. He also built one of Eastern Europe's most breathtaking mountaintop castles. Yeah, so, so uh, a little summary. Little summary at the start, yeah, yeah. Right. And that was the castle I was thinking of, that mountaintop one. Yeah. I wonder where that is. I don't know where that is. I reckon that's probably further up in Transylvania where it's more mountainous. Because mm. it's pretty mountainous here. Uh, we're right in the south of Transylvania. Um, sort of, we're in Brashov, which is the capital of Transylvania. Um, but that's right in the south. I think the, the more north you get, it's more and more mountainous. But we've only got three days, so we're not fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. driving up there. No. Yeah. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting thing that we've got this entire fictional mythical creature or person based on this one individual mm. bearing in mind how horrendous the other monarchs around the world were at the time they were all the same all of them tortured mm. any of them that anyone that disagreed with Henry VIII got the chop right or you know we we learn about witchcraft today that's quite interesting oh yeah uh, something I definitely want to delve into a little bit more in yeah, future. yeah fucking I'd love to talk about some witchcraft shit so, but Vlad, Vlad was a real hero, wasn't he? He's like a, a, a real, a real, real bastard too. Yeah, yeah. Most Romanians, obviously. Yeah. But then some Romanians think of him as a hero. Like I said in my Vlad fact the other day, yesterday. Oh yes, I mean a hero to Romanians. Oh right. To the rest of the world, probably not so much. Villain. Not to the Turks. Yeah. <laughs> not to the Turks. Nobody's the Turks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Vladdy. I reckon he carried around like a big, big spear to impale you if you could. Nah, him. I think he just got whatever was around. Maybe his men carried it around. I was going to say, he probably oh. just walked around in a suit looking powerful. In a suit, yeah. No, in that suit, you know, the one Tiss stood next to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We put it on the blog, we've got a picture of Vlad's clothes. Yeah. Tiss giving the middle finger next to them <laughs> nicely on the blog. Half. I managed to click before he did it. Right. Probably a good point for time for me to say, you know, any. You know, stuff related to this trip. I'll bang on a load of pictures. We've got the blog. Yeah, yeah. Weird Tales and I mean, if you've been following me on Twitter, you would have seen me post a few things or posted a couple of things on Facebook on our page, uh, facebook.com slash Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. But if you go on the blog, Weird Tales and the Unexplainable there will be a companion post to this show and all the others. So if you want to see some of our um, touristy photos we've taken. I think some of the ones I took today were quite quite interesting. Yeah, we got a couple of the castle. Got a really nice one of the castle outside. It's good. So have we got is that all we got to say about Vlad really? I don't know. The only thing is that people were split in the way that they thought about him. Uh, I know not necessarily that some people thought he was a hero and some people but they like some Christians really hailed him as being like their saviour, uh, for fighting off the invaders. Um, but loads of people at the time considered him to be just as bad as the devil. Like they considered him to be the devil himself. Oh wow! So his his name was so apt as well. Yeah, mm. so that that's almost like they, yeah, like it's almost like it was foreshadowing. Yeah, like yeah. him being Dracul. Yeah, pretty cool. Like imagine your name means Dracul like fucking, fucking son of the devil or son of the yeah Dracul. Pretty fucking cool. You know what? I actually this isn't this isn't even bullshit. Uh, before we even planned this trip, maybe last year, I was considering changing my name. Yeah. Because no one, everyone gets my fucking surname wrong anyway. No one can fucking say it. That's yeah. why I shorten it for the podcast because at least they can fucking understand it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was thinking of changing my name to Bobby Dracula before yeah. I even knew what Dracula meant. And now I'm like, man, I should have done it. What about Bob Dracula? 
Bob Jackal, so fucking no, I would never do it. Jackal guy. Yeah. Why? Because it's ridiculous. No, not legacy. Because I'm like a fucking lone wolf anyway. <laughs> um, no, be pretty cool when it's Son of the Dragon. I'll probably change my name one day. Yeah. Why? I'm bored. I don't know. To what? Uh, no, I just changed it to like Adam Dracul. <laughs> Where'd you get that idea from? Not <laughs> uh, telling. If I change my second name, though, they can call me Tiss. No, we still. Wish. I just change. I just change it to Tiss. Tiss. Adam Tiss. Yeah. Easy. Easier than Tissington. I don't think I've ever called you Adam. No. It blew my mind that your middle name was Benjamin. I still can't get over it. Benjamin Tissington. Yeah. So posh. But if me and Tiss change our name to Jack or surname, would you do it, Beef? What change my name? Yeah. No. For weird tale. No. <laughs> so on, a, on a fucking flip of a coin Tiss is now sick of that wine after having about How three sips of it you go from banging to, to like, not only banging like I need to find this wine and buy it myself yeah to as I said it's moving very... the glass not just putting the glass down and not drinking it anymore moving the glass to the other side of the table uh, just yeah. wasted me like 50 banny <laughs> You're gonna definitely drink it, man. We are recording nothing of any. Recording substance. for twenty-two minutes, and I reckon probably about eight minutes worth of usual stuff. You're gonna get a massive edit job on this bit. Yo, yeah, yeah. Edit the whole thing. And be like, oh. Everything is like edit, edit job. The whole thing is like edit. <laughs> Tis, you watched twenty minutes of this documentary, and I've given you all the information. <laughs> so you fell asleep after that. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh my. Do you want to whack in some recommendations, guys? Yeah. We've made a lot of film recommendations. Okay. Um, I'm going to recommend another film. <clears throat> I didn't particularly like it. <laughs> oh, right. Why are you recommending it? Because I like the filmmaker. Okay. Um, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Made some amazing films. Yeah. Okay. Hellboy. Uh, Labyrinth. Uh, Pan's Labyrinth, yeah. He's done Hellboy. He's done Devil's Backbone. I fucking love that film. Um, but his first film was a vampire movie. Which was? Kronos. Okay. and I watched it but I wasn't massively a fan of it but some people love it so if you're interested in that filmmaker and want to see his early films um, Kronos it is Spanish because his early films are again I'm reckon, I'm, I sound like a right ponce because I've recommended two films in two days and they've both been like foreign films didn't but, really like it yeah Kronos is alright but you might you might want to check it out if you like Guillermo de Toro as a filmmaker it's worth watching he also did Blade which is also a vampire movie he did the second Blade one Guillermo de Toro did the second Blade film uh, three. I'm not keen on any of the Blade films. They're alright for what they are. But... Is that Wesley Snipes? Yeah. yeah. Snipey. But that's what my recommendation is. I like to throw in a comic recommendation every now and then. Yeah, yeah. I'll recommend two comics. Because I like to give, um, like, if you like your traditional superhero comics and then your more offbeat stuff. So if you want your traditional superhero comics, there's um, a trilogy of Batman books. Um, not part of, like, official canon. It's just like, you know, Batman meets Dracula. But they're really, the first one, at least, is very good. I'm pretty sure the first one's called Red Rain. Um, but they're worth reading. The whole trilogy's worth reading. Like, the second and third are all right, but the first one's really fun. They're quite old now, but, you know, they're worth reading if you want to check that out. And the other one is a series called American Vampire, which has been running for quite a few years on Vertigo, written by Scott Snyder. Actually, the, he started writing it with Stephen King. So if you're a Stephen King fan of never-read comics and you want to, like, have to dip, dip your beak... Mm-hmm. Uh, the first volume of American Vampire was co-written by Stephen King but American Vampire the, the thing is it, it starts in the Wild West volume 1 it's about vampires in the Wild West but each volume jumps forward in time a little bit and it goes through like 50s Hollywood um, goes through like the, the war and it goes right up to a modern day and now it's even going into the future as it goes on and on he's got I think the end's in sight now he's only got a couple more volumes left but that's 
a really fun solid series mm. so yeah recommend that cool oh and what book am I reading Salem's Lot by Stephen King as well with this old fucking battered copy look at that Tess what do you think front cover looks like Hellboy yeah totally don't you think looks like a bit of Magnolia maybe what do you think of this copy though looks nice fucking cool isn't it charity shop car boot sale yeah yeah I saw that and I was like that makes me want to read it the condition of that book makes it look cooler yeah because he's read it and there's fucking bloody fingerprints and you open it there's fucking some of these pages stuck together with sellotape it is a battered copy of Salem's Lot which I'm, I'm only just started reading only 30 pages in but yeah. I'm going to smash through that and then they made a TV movie of it so I'm going to watch that which is apparently pretty good sweet so there you go recommendations all round cool I've got no recommendations I recommend Van Helsing Van Helsing uh, featuring Hugh Jackman Hugh Jackman <laughs> Hugh Jackman uh, and someone else the other people probably mm. There you go then. You recommend that Vlad documentary you played the beginning of? Yeah. I'll put that on the blog. Looks really cool. Uh, the Real Dracula, it's called. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You want to learn a lot more about Vlad, more than we've given you. Yeah, yeah. We um, should have known more. Yeah, there's 50 minutes, 50 minutes documentary. Yeah. We yeah. played like the first two minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's just wetting your whistle. That's an overview of what the What did you are. say earlier about him and his wife? What did he do to his wife? Oh, uh, it said about him disemboweling his wife at one point. Why did he do that? Well, it's just Vlad the Impaler, isn't it? Vlad will be Vlad. Eight of his wives. Yeah. It's like if he got caught by the police, you know, the police back in those days. Yeah. Uh, he'd just be like, <laughs> well, I'm Vlad. And he'd be like, wah, 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 wah. Part seven, Raznov. Um, this was our last full day there before we went home. And uh, this isn't really to do with vampires, but we took the recorder with us anyway. We had a nice drive out. Uh, to a place called Raznov Fortress and um, had some pretty incredible views. So this is just a little uh, travel log section of the of the uh, trip. to the song. I don't know, I think he said something like Germania. I think it might be a Germania. Germania. It's just for us to make it nice. Do 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 very nice surroundings we, uh, we nearly stumbled into Area 51 of Romania right yeah sat nav decided to take us on a road with a dead end and a stern looking security guard but that could have been a good excursion for weird tales had we broken through the barrier and seen the UFOs yeah yeah who would have thought Romania was holding the secrets all this exactly for, for vampires it could have been Area 51 for vampires it's always the last place you look mate well 
the first place we looked in this, <laughs> in this game. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, it's good. Just waiting for the Transylvania train. I think that's a tractor, really. It's a train. It says on the ticket. It's a train, but it's only a tractor just pulling a car. Oh god, it's going to get busy. It's pulling a car. It's a train. We've been talking about our excursion to Area 51 of Romania. Yeah, that was insane. That was really, really interesting. Back row. This is mine and Beef's comfort zone. Back row. We used to in the back row of the school bus, didn't we? We did, yeah, yeah. And like, bear our bums out the back window. Well, I never did that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I never did that. You dropped your, that, what's your it, bum out. What's that guy who used to do that? Nathan. Nathan, Nathan <laughs> used to do that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's uh, school buses, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so we're going up to the top of like a castle. Apparently, it's like Rasnov Fortress, I think, is what it is. Yeah. But, yeah. It's no, a nice little trip in the forest, isn't it? Yeah. It's been a lovely morning so far. It's, it's getting busy now on this little train. Yeah. Yeah. Is, today is like hardly vampire centric. It's just like we're having a nice little uh, travel log. Yeah, but it's um, still still talking about Transylvania and yeah. where Ooh. Vlad. Uh, yeah, Vlad's Vlad's home home. Home county. Home county, yeah. His home county. Oh, good one. That's good. We have got a little Dracula-themed treat to talk about later in the day, yeah. haven't we? Something we've got planned this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Very exciting. authentic. Yeah, extremely authentic and historical. This is going to love it. Anyway, our uh, little, I say train, our tractor and yeah. cart is moving now. I feel like walking is going to be much faster. Oh, I'm gonna have to turn this off because they're not gonna be able to hear us over this tractor. Nah, see you later. See ya. We got off the train. Yeah. Rasnov Fortress train. in front of us. I'd say train loosely. Yeah. <laughs> tractor. <laughs> tractor pull. Yeah, fortress in front of us. Yep. You were just saying some positive stuff. I was surprised. Yeah, it looks really good from the outside. I can see barbed wire though, so I'm a bit <laughs> tentative oh. when I give my praise. I think it looks good from the outside. More authentic though than Bran. No, Bran was nicer from the outside. As soon as oh, we go in there. So you're worried. As soon as we go in there. Could be plug sockets. <laughs> Mate, they've got to have lighting in the castle. Oh, do they? We were talking about yeah. this yesterday. Because we, we, we were thinking about what you were saying yeah. about the, the lights ruining it. It was like, I can understand some of it, but the lights, you've got to see where you're going. Yeah. You can't light candles. How many candles do they go through a day? Just give everyone a mag light on the way in. Give everyone a mag light on the way in. I wouldn't read too much into what I say. No, I never Bollocks do, mate. Yeah, we never do. I'm just prodding you yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely day, though. He goes out saying mm. it is hot again. Yeah. Hot, hot. It has been hot. We've had, we've been um, thoroughly, thoroughly treated with the weather. It's been pretty good. Yeah, but we're, it's, it's we're diving hot. for the shade a little bit. I'm, I'm looking forward to going home to <laughs> normal weather. Um, Back under that sheet of cloud that's been dominating Britain yeah. for the last month. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, Door see? That's authentic, isn't it? That's authentic. There you go, he likes it. I'm recording now, hang on, what are you saying? He comes brass off. Uh, where are we? Um, Rasnov Fortress. Yeah, come here instead of Bran. Yeah? Look, look at Bran from a distance, admire it, and then come to Rasnov and have a little walk around. The thing that's surprising me as well, the view is incredible, yeah. Really amazing. Look at that view. What amazes me is Bran is like number one or number two on like the must-see things. This was like down at like number seven or something. Wow. This shit's all over Festival it. 32 was down at uh, number two. 39. <laughs> oh, God. I literally was like, I'm going to get it right this time. What are you talking about? Festival 39 is where we keep coming, keep going for our dinner. It is... Mwah.
couldn't see Bob there. He was doing the um, <laughs> the patented weird tails, kissing your fingers. Yep. Oh, I'll match on that picture back on the blog for this <laughs> redo one in Romania. Yeah. Okay. Man, what a great place to come. Yeah, I'm chuffed for this. Yeah. Chris is wearing all black clothing yet again. Chris, do you own any clothing that's suitable for this weather? Uh, no. I'm an Englishman. You wore black trousers all the first day we were here. I know. Black shorts is no better though. At least your ankles are getting a little bit better. I wasn't that lucky getting the double bed, guys. Because I'm pretty. Uh, getting the lucky bed, it isn't as good as it seems. I'm pretty sure it's full of bed bugs. I wake yeah. up every morning, like, bitten. Oh, that's me. Don't the bed bugs bite. Unless it's Jack himself. Ooh. Biting my legs. <laughs> tease. Yeah. He's starting up. I've got one on my ankle and one on my thigh, so he's like he's working up my body. What is it on mosquitoes though? No, because it's only when I wake up in the morning I've got them. Oh. So I'm guessing it's bed bugs. Well, Are you, you susceptible to getting bitten? I've bitten five times in my one week in Bulgaria. Because me and Becca will go away, and she'll be covered in bites and like yeah. having a rough time, and I'm like untouched. There's no science to why they. No, it's do. they smell. They yeah. do it by smell. They prefer different excretions. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you wet yourself, put the repellent on. It doesn't actually. They don't. It's not that they don't like the smell. It's that it covers the carbon dioxide and the, um, the whatever else they not want in the blood. Mm. It hides the smell, so they can't actually smell you. So they they don't have to detect blood. They just so, see a human and think human, no blood. You're listening to a Weird Nature special. Oh, weird Nature and the yeah, uh, mosquitoes. Mosquito facts. <laughs> Snappy title for a podcast. Mosquito weird, one, weird no, nature and the mosquitoes facts. Oh, right. How to not get bitten by mosquitoes on holiday? Wear plenty of repellent. It's very hot. One more of them next episode. <laughs> Fucking hell! We took the wrong turn yet again. Any opportunity we can go the opposite direction we're supposed to, we're doing it. Quite a pleasant. Yeah, but if we'd have gone the first way and just gone in the castle, we never would have come up here. No, this is amazing. This is lovely <laughs> area, though. I love. I know I keep saying it, but I love this forestry. Yeah. This is beautiful. It's awesome. Lovely. That view is stunning. It is stunning, but it was when I was up there. I mean, we've seen some amazing views. But I'm, I'm going to go up ahead. I'm going to go ahead and say that's probably the best view we've had. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And yeah, we only so. and we accidentally stumbled upon this one. We didn't seek it. No. What's the lesson there? Accidents, let accidents happen. Yeah. Apart- you, unless, you never know when they're going to be good. Unless it's pregnancy. Um, uh, accidents. Or if you have an sometimes accident. Sometimes might not be very good. You have an accident or if you in your, your pants. Yeah. yeah. I was an accident, so. I was an accident as well, mate. We were yeah. all accidents, yeah. weren't we? Yeah, so was I. You guys bought any um, souvenirs for dinner? Yep. We got beef? Uh, well, my mother and father in law collect fridge magnets. Right. So I got them a nice. Fridge magnet, classic holiday souvenir, isn't it? Yeah, they they know it's tacky. They're like, oh, we know it's like tap, but we started it, and now it's quite a nice thing because yeah. we get to be reminded of all the places we've been to. We started, so we'll finish. Yeah, exactly. How do uh, you finish that game? Every country in the world. Well, they die. Oh. Um, <laughs> oof, game over. That's their epitaph. Was a horse? Pony? Is that a pony? A pony. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and I also got us a fridge magnet because we've started now, so it's oh. like, well, may as well finish. Copy. Um, until we die. And then um, I got I got my wife a nice... She collects, like, pin um, pin badges for yeah. her work bag. Um, so I got her a Vlad Tepes yeah. um, pin badge. Cool. So um, I was going to ask Tiss what he bought, but he's run off, so I'll catch him. I'll catch him up later, we'll learn. Look forward to that. Tiss, what did you buy souvenir-wise? Um, I haven't... 
Have I bought? Oh yeah, I bought a Dracula. Um, you know, one of those sort of ones that moves. 3D. I poster. say that tentatively because it doesn't actually move. It's the same <laughs> picture on both sides, <laughs> yeah. just slightly to the left. Um, all right, depends. And it would have had the same effect if it didn't have that 3D effect on it. <laughs> you would just look at it from different directions, and it would be the same picture. Yeah, so. pretty much. Yeah. So that was good. You can put that on your bedroom door. Bedroom door, yeah. yeah. Like my yeah. other ones. Um, what else have I bought? Have I bought any other souvenirs? Elderflower cider. Banging. That's not a souvenir. That's oh, a bangers. Drink. Bangers. I've got some bangers. That's a drink. Melissa's souvenirs. I've got a nice coffee. <laughs> Had some nice dinner last night. Camembert. Let's get this tractor back down. I'm getting hot. Yeah, it's hot up here, man. Let's get this tractor back down. The train. Have you got your tickets for a return journey? Yeah. Oh, shit. I think I actually have lost it. Oh, shit. I have lost it. Wow. wow. <laughs> oh. Oh, fuck Sorry, you buy yourself a carpet. How Why the fuck is that a... man selling carpet? Yeah, I don't know. We're at the top of this fucking mountain and there's a man yeah. selling carpets. It's a magic carpet you can fly down, mate. <laughs> I was thinking more about his like business loan. So, uh, what do you need this business loan for? Yeah. Sell carpets. Oh, okay, whereabouts? Uh, the top of a hill? Top of Rasnoff Fortress. <laughs> we can't give you that loan. <laughs> he sunk his life savings into carpets. Mate, I don't think he's checking. Let's just get on. He checks when you get on, doesn't he? Yeah, but then buy another one. Just give him some money. Just chuck a fiver on him. All right. It's going to cost you I'll give him a tenner. It literally won't cost me anything. It's like one pound. All right. Should we just get on? Are we getting on to this? Or are you staying up? You can look at here if you want. No? Okay. Let's go. Yeah. We're on our way back from Rasnov, and um, it's, a, it's a fucking, pardon my language, beautiful. <laughs> what have we ever now. said? What have we ever it's said? Pardon my language now. on this fucking show. Um, it is a flipping gorgeous view. Really, I know we said it at Rasnov, but this is another incredible sight to behold. I mean, we're gonna have to put some of these. These aren't vampire-related or Dracula-related. But by now you might have realised that this episode is partly just a travel log of Weird Tales on tour. We're going to have to bang some of these up on the blog, mate. I think these roads must be really popular for bikers. Yeah. Lots of, like, winding hills. It is like a racetrack, some of these, is, some of these routes. I mean, we've driven every day, but this has been the nicest drives we've had. Wicked picture of you. Did you? Oh shit, I'm still recording. <laughs> yeah, I'll let Tiss take one of me and you. Yeah, shall I act like I'm interviewing B? And you'll see this picture on the blog of us yeah. talk, standing on a bench. Lovely stuff. Lovely. Part 8 Real Vampires. Um, don't worry, this is the last part. Uh, here we talk about going to an escape room, Dracula's Den in um, Brashov, and we talk about possibility of their of real vampires stories that people have that maybe actually prove the real existence of them and um and that kind of thing and also this is the outro in this section right so when did we last record rashnov the last time we recorded we were over that big view at the side of the road I mean, yeah mm, um, that's true we had lunch and we went out what did we do this afternoon did something very oh we teased it didn't we so we're doing something very dracula themed yes what did we do we did an escape room, a Dracula-themed escape room. Yeah, Dracula's Den Escape. Verdict? It was awesome. It was really fucking good. Really good. Really, really good. If ever you find yourself in Brashov, don't know how many of our listeners are going to end up in Brashov, but if you do in your lifetime, and this place is still open, a lot of us, fully recommend Dracula's Den Escape. It was awesome. I was a little bit sceptical because I didn't realise how popular escape rooms were. You had never really heard of them? Never heard of them until last night. No, and none of us had ever been on one. 
Like me and Tis were familiar with them, but having never actually been on one. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. But just really good. Did fun. you enjoy it, Tis? Amazing. It was great fun. Really good, yeah. yeah, yeah and the course. theme made it awesome. Because we were, we were going to bring the recorder in, but we forgot it, and we're really glad we didn't because there were we was, we barely made it out in time. Usually, when I go on holidays, I don't know about you guys, but I always go to something not tacky, but like you know, like in Amsterdam, I went to Glow Golf, right? Yeah, like just something silly. We went to the Amsterdam Dungeons as well. Amsterdam Dungeons, that yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, those sort of things that aren't aren't they're not cultural, cultural, but they're still fun just yeah. to break up the sort of and. Uh, yeah, I haven't had one this holiday until now. Dracula's Den was fucking. It was amazing. Fun. It was yeah. so really much good fun. fun. And not only was it fun, it was also like kind of satisfying in a sort of yeah. beneficial way. Yeah, felt like my brain really got a workout. But really, it wasn't um, just sort of you know sit back and, no. and watch it happen. It and the other thing, as I was explaining to Rachel, and I kind of mentioned it this afternoon, I was explaining it to Rachel earlier. And I was like, the variety of the different puzzles was mm. so good. Yeah, it was a real mix of no, like finding keys, finding like code numbers, breaking. code breaking, yeah. um, and actual sim- physical using things. symbols, yeah. and then like red herrings, like those. Nothing. What's that? <laughs> I feel like um, as much as I want to talk about it, I don't want to ruin it. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm going to cut this. <laughs> if you ever come, we're going to cut that. Don't worry about it. The basis is. You are a guest at Count Vlad's um, cabin, a cabin, cabin, like yeah, his retreat. Yeah. And uh, when you get there, you realise, you know, you're, you're dinner and you've got about an hour till he's going to get back. So you want to get the fuck out of there before yeah. Vlad returns. There's various sort of puzzles. Yeah. Really fun. Yeah. Really, really fun. Um, hard. Quite hard. Well, you've say... got an hour and we made it out with how many Se- seconds? Seconds. Like one, one second. One second. Our, 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 um, time on the wall was 59 minutes and 59 seconds yeah he was undoing the lock to like say we failed as we solved the lock to get out and it was it was only because we were like shouting at him like no wait 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 like that yeah. and i shout we shouted out the combination to tiss and yeah, the guy so it was certainly not a cakewalk no it was no, good though it was I, really satisfying was, it was very good and the theme was fantastic the theme was absolutely fantastic and it wasn't just like it was Dracula themed and then you got in and it was like any other escape room it was like Dracula themed there was like coffins and stakes and you know pictures of Vlad hanging on the wall and stuff it was really cool it was mwah. it was mwah. Um and we got to put our time on the wall we put Weird Tales 59.59 that'll be uh, on the blog he did take a picture of us after we came out which is apparently going to be on their Facebook so if I can find it on their Facebook I'll put it on ours as well yeah yeah so yeah, that's what we did. And then we had um, some lovely ice cream, some lovely beers, and some lovely dinner. Yeah, yeah. We go home tomorrow, don't we? Can't believe it. Got quick, but it's been very good. It's been awesome. So now we're going to talk about real cases of vampires, right? Yeah, if we can. Like the first night, we talked about um, traits of vampires and powers of vampires and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And last night we talked a bit about Vlad the Impaler. Mm-hmm. And tonight we're going to talk about some real sightings or cases in mythology possibly some truth behind the vampire myths yeah yeah and uh, Tiss has been researching while I've been in the shower yeah yeah and I've got a couple of little bits to share as well okay so shall I start off with a few yeah hit me got uh, Peter Plogojowicz right. Plogojowicz in the 17th century Serbia a peasant man named Peter Plogojowicz was said to have died temporarily that is apparently within 10 weeks of his death nine people mysteriously passed away from a strange sickness all of them claiming to have been throttled by Peter Plogojowicz in their dreams just before they died right what 
Okay. How does that work? Straight away. <laughs> what? They claimed that they got throttled just before they died. How can they confirm that? Maybe. Oh yeah. How can they? Yeah. Claim that's it? why. That's why. <laughs> that doesn't make. That's not possible. Inlet. Yeah, that doesn't make Unless sense. They... I caught a cool bullshit on that one. Okay, and Unless... then he says Peter's son claimed to have seen his father standing in the kitchen demanding food three days after his death, and his wife fled town after she had seen her husband late one night demanding a pair of shoes. He faked his death, and a couple of people saw him afterwards. Possibly, yeah. Uh, eventually, soldiers were called to the city to conduct some serious vampire investigations. They dug up Plogger's grave. Reportedly, he was in his coffin, breathing, and his eyes open. His, his open eyes were moving. What the fuck? Naturally, they drove a stake through his heart and he burst into flames. <laughs> Naturally. Naturally. Yeah. Fucking hell. Can you imagine the police? Like, we got a serious vampire investigation. <laughs> what happened to him? Well, obviously, we drove a stake through his heart. But, well, okay. Obviously. Wow. I'm calling bullshit on that one. Yeah, that seems a bit far-fetched. That's um, ridiculous. Give me a not... vampire story that isn't so crazy. <laughs> thing is... Oh, and also, they were being interviewed and then it's like, oh... I died last night, but before I died, just to let you know, I saw Peter. Yeah. But I'm dead. How did they do it? They wrote a note as they were dying. <laughs> but, oh, it was Peter. Peter was here. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, that doesn't sound very... Yeah, that sounds like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got a historical story. I'm, can I just chip in? Yeah. I have done nothing for this segment, no. and I'm just going to sit here and drink wine and, and let you tell me. I'd heard of this name before. Yeah. Is it Elizabeth Bathory? Bathory? Heard of that name before? I haven't. Elizabeth who? Bathory. No. Countess Elizabeth Bathory. He lived from um, 1560 to 1614 in Hungary, was accused of vampire behaviour. She was known as the Blood Countess. Mm. And a lot of people thought she was a vampire. She used to bite the flesh of her victims and bathe in their blood as beauty treatment. Huh. So there you go. It's just mental. Okay, I've got archaeological remains of a vampire here. According to a report of National Geographic News in 2016, archaeologists in Italy had a unique vampire sighting of their own. They discovered a very real remains of what is believed to have been a female vampire with a brick forced into her jaw. Italian forensic archaeologist Matteo Verini reported the finds to National Geographic and other news outlets when the discovery took place. Researchers were investigating the 1576 mass grave of medieval Venetian plague victims at the time of the discovery. During the Middle Ages, it was common for the plague victims to be buried and then unburied as more bodies were added to mass graves. The people unburying bodies would sometimes uncover corpses that had dark, blood-like substance under their noses and mouths. The workers believed this was a sign that these bodies must be vampires. A lot of it is people jumping to conclusions. Yeah, yeah. It would have just been the belief at the time, wouldn't it? Like, oh, they must be vampires. Because that's what they'd heard through myths. <clears throat> and there wasn't, I don't know, the integrity of the internet to reassure them. Well, I've got a video here, if you guys want to see, of a real vampire caught on tape. From 2016. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it you? No. Want to see it? Yeah. There's no audio, so I'll put the video up on the blog. Okay. Ready? So this is this year. Mm-hmm. Real vampire caught on tape. This guy. What, the like shop assistant dude? This guy. No reflection. Whoa. Pretty creepy. Video went viral when a man playing black past a mirror without reflection. And a little while later you see some other people walk past and their reflection's very clear in it. Recorded on CCTV footage of a flip-flop store in Savannah. Um, This is bad English. 
Every people past in the mirror visible have reflections and except for this man in black. I get what they're saying, eh? Suspicious? Question mark. Uh, Some people have commented that it was a vampire because vampires don't have a mirror reflection and believed to be immortals. Others say that it's just a hoax or an edited video to fool many. I say that. But well, everyone says that for any video that comes up. There's always someone in the comments that says, hoax. That's what it's saying here. Some people have said in the comments it's a hoax. So you think that's a hoax, sis? Personally? Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Beef? I think it's real. I think uh, I think it's real as well. I'll put that on the... Uh, I'm going to put that on Facebook and you guys can... Beef versus Tiss. <laughs> I can is see he a vampire or not? But the girl isn't really moving in the mirror, so maybe they've freeze-framed the mirror part of it. Oh, well, let me check that again. Tiss has a keen eye. Hmm, it's hard to tell. So what do you think she's... They've frozen? He Tiss? thinks they've frozen the mirror section. Maybe, because the girl and You see her not moving now. But the guy behind her doesn't move either. It's hard to tell because they're not really doing anything anyway. Mm. Maybe, though... It's mm. possible. Maybe. It's possible. I still think it's a vampire, though, don't I think you? it's a vampire, I yeah, think yeah. I'm going to lose this battle on Facebook. Our listeners probably think it's a vampire. Right, we'll do Tiss versus Beef. I'm going to put that video up on Facebook. I'll put it up the day this episode goes up. And um, these guys are fighting over the fucking crib. Shovel fingers over here. Um, and you can comment on the comments, say whether you think it's a vampire or not. Beef thinks yes. Tiss thinks hoax. Must Beef be. versus Tiss. No other explanation for it. No. Who Definitely. could hoax that? Definitely a vampire. It's not a hoax. Why, even if you could hoax it, why would you? What 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 would you do with that information? Well, One second, let me get another beer. Hmm? Put it on YouTube. Nah, for who? For what? What reason? For podcasts. Why does anyone put anything on, on YouTube? You got another one, Tish? Yeah, I got another one. All right. Vampire of Highgate Cemetery. Highgate I saw this Cemetery. when I was looking up the stuff. Yeah, it was constructed in 1839 as a burial place for the elite. After many years of neglect, the cemetery is now allegedly the home of a terrifying vampire, according to the Vampire Society. Right. <laughs> uh, the sightings started in the late 1960s. A tall figure with red eyes was spotted and repeatedly reported launching an investigation into the area and his claim. The strangest and most disturbing sighting came in 1971. A young girl passing the cemetery was attacked by a very tall, white-faced, dark figure that threw her the ground so hard that she suffered from scrapes on her arms and legs. The shadowy figure immediately disappeared when a car pulled up at the scene. The girl, who was in a state of shock, was taken to the police station and eventually told her own story. That story supported the sightings reported by so many other members of the community and sightings of vampire continues to, to this day. This is quaffle. Absolute quaffle. That's not a vampire. That's a rapist. Mm. Who got caught by someone driving past and ran off. Rapist. Well, you know what? I think a lot of these are piffle. You know why? Vampires aren't real. Vampires are fictional. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, if we've learned anything, it's a nice story. Yeah. If anything, I think we all knew they were fictional before we started planning this episode. Yeah, yeah. But we want an excuse to have a nice holiday together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Transylvania is a lovely, lovely holiday. Oh, it's a lovely, lovely county. Yeah. Lovely been, place. It's been very good. Mm. Just drive safe. Well, you know what? The only thing that's ever made me think maybe they're not piffle is that video. Yeah, that video I reckon, is I reckon that's I, Before I started, I was 100% hands down. Uh, again, you know, vampires are fictional. Saw the video. Hmm. Bang. Done. <laughs> Converted. Um, that Highgate Cemetery thing. Yeah. I saw a video on YouTube, which was like Highgate Cemetery Vampire caught on tape video. Yeah. And I was like, brilliant. It sounds great. I'll use this video. And it was a guy walking through the cemetery. His video was about a minute and a half long. He was visiting a grave. And um, so I kept watching it. 
And you know what it was? What? One of them fucking jump scare videos. Oh. I'm not up for that. It was like a minute and 25 seconds of the guy walking through the graveyard, talking about like he's visiting the grave or whatever, and then he's standing over the grave, and then literally it said, like this fucking horrible face came up onto the screen. Oh, I hate that. Covered in like blood and stuff coming out of the mouth. It was fucking awful. Just poo yourself. Um, you know what? I started getting a little inkling that it was going to be. Yeah, I got a little inkling. So, yeah, obviously, I shat myself. Obviously. I told you about the jump scare I, I saw. I sort of felt it coming. Yeah, we've talked about it on the podcast. There's loads on YouTube. It's too yeah. many. If nothing happens for like 30 seconds, I'd just turn it off now. I'm like, nice. Nah, it's, yeah. It's going to be a jump scare. Yeah. I can smell this one coming, but it's still horrible. Oh. So. I just thought, like, why is that? The 70s, that was only 40 years ago. Mm. Well, nearly 50 years ago. Like, what, there's nothing that tells me that, that there are any clues in there that that guy was a vampire. They had red eyes. Yeah. Did he go, Bleh, I want to suck your blood? Yeah, did he, well, did he kill her? Did he plunge his face into her neck and suck her blood? Or No. Well, yeah, exactly. She's a rapist. If, if you guys, is that your stories? I'm a vampire. Bleh. All of them are just as shocking as that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was one about a German, um, and he was just... But it was like he was a vampire, but he was uh, uh, arrested for loads of other stuff. Yeah. So it's just like. So he's a cannibal. Yeah, he's just. It's just a, a psychopath. Just fucked in the head. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, when I looked on Reddit earlier, a lot of them were just like asking questions like, have you ever seen a real vampire and stuff like that? And all the comments just like, vampires aren't real. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Right, okay. Straight up. So I feel like we've wasted our holiday, guys. We've wasted, wasted really. our time. Because. Nope. There's no, I'm joking. Many things that aren't real in this world. No, vampires just happen to be one of them, or maybe not. I don't know. I'm sure our listeners don't mind us um, poo-pooing stuff, having a fun tart holiday at the expense of one episode of their time, and I hope they enjoyed it anyway. I'm sure they have. I've heard fantastic if you think vampires are real. Yeah, if you've actually got any proof, any compelling evidence or proof, we'd love to hear it. No really to, would. No one's What's the email? Unexplainable at no, no. unexplainable UK at mail.com he's got it unexplainableuk at mail.com uh, by the way unexplainable hey. at mail.com no oh. by the way unexplainable.mail no, unexplainableuk at mail.com unexplainableuk at mail.com bam he's Brilliant. got it he's finally got it only a year later um, <laughs> just to let you know no one's going to email anything about that no I know that there <laughs> is there is a real Dracula though yeah Vlad yeah, yeah. but that's just it's not because he sucked people's blood it's just because of blood first if you do want to email us about vampires Please feel free, but we don't think you will. And the email is unexplainableuk at mail.com. He's got it! Hey! Um, and if you want to find us on Facebook and look at some of the pictures we posted from this lovely trip, it's facebook.com slash Weird the Unexplainable. Sweet. You can find us on Acast, acast.com slash Weird the Unexplainable. You can find us on iTunes, just search for us, we're very easy to find. Search on Google, blah, blah, blah. Um, Twitter and all the other shit well they can find it Twitter's the one I don't advertise because if someone finds me on Twitter I'm like oh they're a real fan they search me out because I've got like 70 followers yeah, yeah. it's not it's not something I advertise but every now and then a listener they find me and it's I'm not that put, hard um, I mean my, my Twitter handle is on the blog talking to the blog we're tales the unexplainable at blogspot.com go beef I'm going to put one of them like little blue badges on my name so that people know it's the real me. Oh, you're going to get verified. Yeah, you yeah. can't just do that yourself. Yeah, yeah I'll you get need... an agent to do it or something. <laughs> get my agent to do it. You have to be famous enough. Yeah, I don't think my Mega. Like, I think I'm 77 as of recording this. My Mega 77 followers is enough to if, warrant getting a verified tick. If there's someone trying to fake my account, I'd love to meet him. Yeah. Because they've obviously got a lot of time in their hands. Yeah. Enough time to meet me. 
and uh, go for a point. We sent a postcard to a listener as well. Yeah, congratulations to Crystal. Yeah, she was the one. We basically just chucked down on Facebook. You want to send your postcard? We're going to send it to one person anywhere in the world. And we got a load of emails, and we just picked one at random. And um, uh, we sent a postcard to Crystal. So we hope hope, you enjoy hopefully it. it gets to you, Crystal. We haven't. Um, you, we don't know what the post service is like here in Romania. Cool. So we done. Yeah, yeah. We're actually signing off our recording now. We don't signing need to record off. tomorrow, do we? Because we get to get on the plane. Yeah, yeah. If you're a regular, you can donate on the blog and send us off to another exotic holiday. Yeah, do that. That'd be lovely. Yeah. They can find the donate page at the bottom of the blog, can't they? Oh, it's at the Bob? top now. I put it right. Oh, you scuzzy. That is dirty. I moved it to the top. Oh. So basically... Find a place. It's the big donate button if you go on the blog. We hope you feel happy with yourselves if you scroll past it. Yeah. You know, no, that's a free right. ride on our holiday. It's all right. Um, we don't mind that. We don't expect money. I do. No. I don't mind doing it free. It's I a love hobby. Money. It's a hobby. I would pay to do it. We yeah, were it. paying to do it until yeah. it's very cast. Well, yeah, and then we couldn't afford it. And then we decided to fuck Fodomatic. Because you guys kept downloading. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess them listening to adverts is kind of them paying for the episodes. Exactly. I said that before. Them. Like, you, you might get adverts from now on, but if you can handle two minutes of bullshit for an episode, you can keep getting it for free. Exactly. And then the money you donate doesn't have to go towards hosting it. It can go towards cool stuff like these holiday specials or... Anything. Recording equipment, which is good. My... Like this portable recorder that we take on holiday with us. Exactly. Or my gas bill. <laughs> no. No. No, no, no. Uh, we're done. Signing off on our holidays. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Viva España. Thank, thank you for sticking with us through our sort of travel blog-esque episode. Yeah, I don't know how this is going to edit together. It might be two yeah. episodes, it might be one big mess of an episode. Whatever it is, if you thought it was shit, it'll be back to normal next week. Yeah, yeah. Back to the normal and shit. And we won't have any more holidays, don't worry. No. No, we will. No, we all fell out. We all fucking hated each other. Anytime we're recording, we're fucking at each other's throats. <laughs> Apart from the, uh, the game. That's good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. We got together. We clubbed together just long enough to fall out afterwards. Yeah. If you play the game, the last combination is. <laughs> <laughs> just cut you, it out. You little bastard. Have we got a clever sign off? We've got to think of something. Uh. Baby. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, very good one. That's <laughs> one. Um, How does Dracula sign off? He says, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> he signs off by fucking sucking your blood till you die. So he doesn't know. So no one ever leaves his clutches, you're saying? No, he no, never one. get away. I've got it. one. Until next time, vampire. Oh, oh, cut that. Last one. <laughs> Come on, then sling one out there. All right, Jack, cool guy. Uh, I wasted yeah. all my funds on that. Um, until next time. Back to normal next week. <laughs> yeah, snappy. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Don't get bitten by a vampire. <laughs> good one, yeah, that's good to think of that. Until next time, Romanian builders wake up really early to get a fucking early night. <laughs> yeah, that was a rude awakening. Yeah. <laughs> we can cut one of them together. I, I'm interested to see which one you use. Yeah, I'm still trying to think of one. Oh, oh, we've, got, we've got to get one. I'll go to bed before you fucking... Yeah, all right, whatever. Okay, so until next time, thanks for listening. Oh, oh that, 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 that was a good one. Yeah, that Dracula's fangs. Blech! Well, I'm Vlad. And be like, wah, 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 wah. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.